Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. It's the Mosley Show. And, well, it's with heavy hearts we come to you today. The Bears, uh, one of their main targets in basketball, a kid that we've talked about a million times. Aaron, if it would have, I would have waived my rule against having recruits on or seniors or anything if this guy had committed to the Bears. Um, Maybe I should have had him on earlier. But if you haven't seen the news, Trey Johnson, the great player from Lake Highlands High School in Dallas, who's now at a Link Academy, it came down to Baylor or Texas. Aaron, in the NIO world, I never, I didn't love the matchup, but when it comes to Scott, Jacus, A.B., Nunes, Peterson, the whole gang over there, Ty. Uh, it's in a, a Tweety. It's an amazing group, and they don't lose a lot of recruiting battles. But it is not an equal playing field any longer. And no matter how great a program Baylor has, you're going. You got to go to battle with big time dollars. And I don't know if it truly comes down to dollars. You're not going to win against the University of Texas, and they did not win. Was it purely a money thing? Eh, sort of feels like it. Feels like it. I mean, great kid, good family. The dad was a coach at Lake Highland, so I don't want it to be like, oh, they just wanted the most money. But, hey, I mean, you know, how do the, how do the negotiations work? If you got two offers and somebody's offering you a lot more money, uh, is that not you're going to give them a little more credence? You're going to look that way? So let's not act like, oh, all they care about is money. Well, most of us factor that in when we look at different jobs and opportunities, all right? But uh, they chose Trey Johnson, made a decision about an hour, hour and a half ago. News broke, oh, an hour or so ago, hour and a half. He put it out probably within the past hour, his own tweet. And it said, I'm staying home, staying home. Well, he could have stayed home right in Waco, and been an hour and a half from the house. He'll now be eh, three, three and a half hours, whatever Austin is from Dallas. And the Horns will have Trey Johnson. I mean, the backcourt of Robert Wright and Trey Johnson. Robert has already committed to the Bears. Of course, Jason Azamata, Moda uh, as well. And they just continue to get enormous uh, uh, classes. So they're still doing a fine job. But this was a setback, and uh, the Bears were right in the running, and it was 50-50. You're not going to win every one of those battles. They win a lot of them. Um, 
these are tough because they put everything into now there are other players there are other players they're still in the running for and you never know some people may see uh oh Trey didn't go to Baylor maybe I would like to be maybe they'll target somebody else there is a player I know they've been uh, targeting and we'll have more on that in the coming days but the news today is that Trey Johnson the great player and um, my child happens to go w- to the same high school he went to. And so uh, you can imagine uh, that was why we were so ecstatic on that state title run that Lake Highlands had. His coach, Joe Duffield's a great friend. And Aaron, you might recall, we had Joe Duffield on. And, it you know, I was always amazed. You never know how these interviews are going to go. I mean, I knew it would be a good interview. But, like, the amount of people that downloaded and viewed that, uh, you know, that that specific one, I mean, it was just, uh, it was kind of wild. Um, and, that, and, and it showed the interest in not only Trey Johnson, the Texas high school basketball, all of that kind of stuff. But um, uh, that's a... Uh, Aaron, it's a tough way to start today. I mean, I you know, I kind of usually like to come on with some happy news, but you know how much I was dying for that kid to come to Baylor, and he's decided to go elsewhere. And, Aaron, it's, it's uh, in fact, it's one of the lead stories now on ESB, ESPN.com. I can't believe you, Aaron. I just realizing that he went on with Pat McAfee yeah. to make his announcement. Oh my gosh! I mean, what? I mean, first of all, Pat McAfee has no clue about recruiting or anything, and yet it's like, hey, I think I'll go on with Pat McAfee. Um, Johnson quoted saying, "I have a great relationship with the staff. I've been there multiple times, and there's a great connection." I could be myself around them. Johnson's father, Richard Johnson, uh, good guy. He coached Trey at Lake Island, said he played his college ball at Baylor. Um, and unfortunately, there's, there's all kinds of connections because even then, Rodney Terry, who's now at UT, was on that Baylor staff. And he was a young assistant under Harry Miller. Oh, the great Harry Miller. We love you, Harry, if you're listening out there. Harry uh, lives, I think, down the road in Salado, Texas. And uh, Harry's a great, uh, oh, just a great guy. We had him on in recent years, and uh, we love Harry Miller. The, the two schools seem to trade momentum throughout the latter stages of Johnson's recruitment, but the Longhorns won out in the end. Um. Uh, Trey Johnson said of Rodney Terry, he shoots you straight. He gets on the best players in practice. I like that. He wants the best from you. He said, there's no NBA team in Austin. The fans give great support, and the Moody Center gets loud. I like their culture. Aaron, does all that feel like just a stab? Just kind of a – just – Oh, my gosh. Um, He also had a chance to work out with former Texas star Kevin Durant. 
who had positive things to say about the Longhorns. Johnson said, I talked to him, bounced some ideas off his head. He said it was a good place to come and hoop and just play. Great atmosphere. Just looking forward to getting down there on campus. He is the highest-ranked recruit to pick Texas since Dylan Mitchell, uh, who was also ranked number four in the 2022 class. The last recruit ranked higher than number four to head to Austin was Miles Turner back in the class of 2014. He, of course, is still playing for the uh, Indianapolis uh, uh, Pacers. Aaron, the guy who wrote this story, is our guy who comes on with us sometimes. I've thought about having him on today, but part of me is still no. its a little too raw. <laughs> yeah. Paul Biancardi, who does all the rankings, is in charge of like the ESPN's top 250. Or, um, so this is a huge deal. And this is a this is a this is a down day for the Baylor family. Now you know Scott, he's going to pivot. He's going to pivot, and they'll they'll bring in somebody. And Aaron, before long, we'll be talking about this other kid. I'm trying to think, my buddy Ashley, who follows all this really closely, has this other name he's been bringing up to me, and. Uh, it's a it's a major major name that Baylor's kind of in on. We'll see we'll see about that one. But this is a tough one. This is a tough day for the Bears. And uh, I mean, if you're wondering, you're like how how much did it come down to money? I, I mean, I think the kid truly loved Baylor, and and he loved Scott Drew and the staff. And I think they did everything possible to make this happen. Can Baylor go mano a mano with the University of Texas? Like, if they're going to pay top dollar, no. If they're going to pay, like, moderate amount, yeah. Yeah, they could they could get in a fight. In fact, they won a fight with Texas over one of these players, Aaron, that came in. I think it was uh, Jaden Nunn. I think, Nunn, I think Texas was in on Jaden Nunn, who, by the way, scored 25 points last night. And the Bears were able to bring that home. Now, were they going to pay Jaden none? What they're going to pay Trey Johnson? No way. No way. I mean, Trey Johnson is a potential lottery pick in the NBA draft. So that's where we are. Um, I, I mean, I can't help but take this a little personally. Aaron, I mean, the, the, the Baylor coaching staff, you know, has joked with me because I have ties to this high school program, you know, Hey, mostly we need you. We need you to get this done. I don't think they're holding me responsible. Don't I don't want to overstate it. It was just mainly goofing with me, but it it stinks when there's some kid that you love watching and that you you know you feel somewhat close to the program and all, and he chooses another school over your alma mater. But you know, honestly, he chose he chose a school over his dad's own school. So I guess I shouldn't feel too bad. But his dad played at Baylor. He is going to go play University of Texas. And I saw the other day, Aaron, another Baylor legacy um, ended up being one of their top signees. Last name, Cody. Uh, son of former Baylor defensive back, great hitter, great safety, named Nakia Cody. Aaron, do you remember that name from the uh, 
Would that have been the 90s, I guess? I do. The, Nakia Cody. And his son, and I can't think of his first name right now, is a big-time recruit. That would be, I believe that's K-O-D-I-E uh, at the University of Texas. Can you get money whipped by UT? Absolutely. And so, I mean, that's that's the hard part is that the, the it, it's become – more and more of an unequal playing field. I mean, it used to be there were actual rules. You weren't supposed to be paying players, and now um, that's that's out the window. you got to do this. Now, again, Baylor still does an unbelievable job in recruiting. They reclassified Eve Meese, and he's like one of the most amazing young big men in the country. Jacoby Walter from McKinney who ended up at Link Academy. That's where Trey's playing now. Unbelievable. Unbelievable player. So, I mean, you know, my hope is that the Bears in these next couple of years, um, as Trey's getting ready to start at Texas, win another national title. And then Aaron, they don't have to play against him. At least he can't. You know, it's not like, oh, my gosh, Trey Johnson dropped 30 on Baylor. Uh, He will be playing in the SEC. And the Bears and Longhorns, unless they end up in uh, some kind of tournament or the NCAA tournament against each other, will not play. They will not play. All right, so he can go play. I mean, I always, I never under other than A and M, you go to Texas and you got to go play all these SEC. I mean, I guess playing Kentucky's kind of cool, but then a lot of these schools are just like, eh, Florida's not good anymore. Ole Miss has beard at least. Mississippi State, I don't think is great. Arkansas is good. I don't know. I mean, I still would rather play in the Big 12, especially with Arizona, Colorado, all these great schools coming in. But uh, Trey has gone elsewhere. So that is what uh, Baylor fans are dealing with today. (laughs) Next, we have a major college uh, football writer from The Athletic. It is David Ubbin with an amazing and weird story about what has gone on at Northwestern State after a player was murdered and the season was called off. Uh, really, really amazing story by David and his colleagues. We talk to David next. Baylor Bear Basketball, all season long, here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Wednesday from Brooklyn in the NIT season tip-off against Oregon State, 5.30 for the countdown to tip-off Wednesday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear Basketball, right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. 
Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Gish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands, Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Stop Doc 255-367. dealer details. If you want the best truck, you want a GMC Sierra from Richard Carr. Right now, get your dream truck and save $8,500 on a new GMC Sierra Elevation with a lift kit and four-wheel drive. Plus, qualified buyers get 0.9 financing and no payments until 2024 on new 2023 GMC Sierras in stock. Call now. Get here now. Or log on now and drive home in your new GMC Sierra today. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. First Central Credit Union is opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value with low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Consider refinancing your mortgage or securing land for building. We loan up to 75% of the appraised value of land. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor Power National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice costs. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. 
On his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, and glad to be joined by David Ubbin now uh, from the Athletic. And, uh, David, I, I the uh, came out today that uh, Baylor was up against Texas for this top-flight recruit. So I'm dealing with that news as we, uh, as we start the show today. Trey Johnson, the great one from Lake Highlands, has chosen the Longhorns over the Bears. So I am, uh, uh, David, it's a, it's a tough one. It's a tough one for all Bears because, as you may have noticed, not exactly having a tremendous football season. So we didn't need bad news, uh, basketball news, but, but that's where we are. Welcome to the show, sir. David Ubbin, do you have me? Yes, I got you. Can you hear me? Oh yeah, sir. I do. I do now. I was. I was doing one of those. My typical long introduction. I finished it, and then I didn't hear you. But <laughs> no problem. <laughs> there you. Yeah, good to have you. And uh, uh, boy, really well done on uh, this story about Northwestern State that you did with a couple of your colleagues. What a strange situation. Uh, that is, and what a time, uh, David, that we in uh, college football. We're never short for interesting and wild stories. I feel like this Michigan thing, though, has taken us to a whole different level. And it's the, it's the gift that keeps on giving, including Harbaugh's news conference the other day where he talked about, you know, chicken being a nervous bird and, and maybe, you know, say, and, but also saying he raises chickens and then talking about how most of what he knows about the courts are from Judge Judy. Uh, and, 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 of course, I guess he has an appearance coming up um, later in the week. I mean, let's start with that Michigan thing. Um, do you have a sense? I mean, it, it's just hard to know where this thing is, is headed. Um, this is one of the wilder stories out there. But it does seem like he's going to get to coach again this season, right? Even uh, given what we know, I mean, who, everything can change. I mean, right now it seems like everybody's, a lot of people at Michigan. And then I see journalists as well upset with this Big Ten commissioner. Do you, do you have a sense that this commissioner is going to end up paying the price for what people think was a pretty heavy-handed and quick judgment on uh, Michigan and Jim Harbaugh? No, because uh, 17 of his constituents would probably agree with that decision, and one mm-hmm. would not. <laughs> and I think that's <laughs> part of it. You know, I, I think we'll see Jim Harbaugh coach again this year because uh, I'm not a lawyer, but from what I understand, uh, they got this thing uh, in front of a friendly court and a friendly judge um, yeah. to be able to uh, – uh, it's not a temporary restraining order. I forget the oh the preliminary injunction um, right. that they'd be able to postpone this punishment. But for me, you know, people are calling it a half measure, and it's like, well, yeah, it's a half measure because the investigation's half done. But you know enough to know that they broke a rule, yeah. and it's up to you to make the judgment of whether or not that uh, violated a very vague sportsmanship rule um, that is in your that is in your your league bylaws. <laughs> Um, and so I think that's going to be what it's up to the judge to say is is to decide whether or not that is the case, which is hilarious that we are taking up court's uh, time with this, but there's a lot of money at stake. And 
but I, I suspect that he will be back. I suspect he'll be on the field uh, for the game here in a couple of weeks. And uh, it's a, it's a fascinating situation. Um, and uh, one that is difficult to follow and prognosticate on if you do not have a yeah. law degree, but, but we're working on it. We're working on it. Man. I almost have a law degree. Okay. I went several <laughs> semesters. So I'm very close. So I can, I if you ever kind of stumble, but you may want a real lawyer. But feel free to reach out to me. Uh, that that it's interesting the story you wrote or you what you were talking about or tweeting about earlier about these uh, the college football playoff committee. I can remember in like 2014, especially since Baylor was involved in TCU. But those announcement shows like being a big deal, and I think you yeah. were making the point that. Yeah, just not much to it. Maybe they've started it so early that it's just kind of they just kind of rearrange. It's like musical chairs. Like, okay, this is Georgia's week. All right, here is um, here's Ohio State's week. And like nobody other than maybe the people who go on ESPN and have to talk about it, nobody honestly even has that hardcore of an opinion about it. Right? When they make those changes up there, it's like well, whatever. I think. Yeah. Some years it does matter, but this year yeah. everyone's schedule is so backloaded and there's Correct. still uh, at least three games on the schedule between teams that are in that top eight. There's a couple more that may happen. Uh, well, a couple more that will happen. Uh, certainly Georgia and Alabama have clinched. Washington and Oregon will almost certainly happen. Uh, you have Ohio State and Michigan playing. So, like, that top eight, you know, it's not that I'm, like, bored of the show or that they're doing anything wrong. It's just, like, it doesn't matter what order you have them in because they'll be sorted out on the field later in the season. And then how those games play out obviously impacts people's opinion. So it's sort of a coincidence because just it, every schedule in every conference this year is just really backloaded. Um, and then of course you're going to have in the PAC 12 and the ACC or in the SEC rather. Um, and we'll see about the, the big 10 uh, some, some pretty relevant, uh, mm-hmm. conference title games. So, yeah, you know, the, the SEC will probably be essentially a playoff quarterfinal. The Pac-12 will probably be. The Pac-12 is not getting two teams in. If Alabama beats Georgia close, um, that will probably, uh, uh, you know, that'd be the only chance that the SEC would have to get two teams in. But, you know, that depends on what else happens. You know, if Washington stays undefeated and Florida State stays undefeated and the Big Ten champ is undefeated, one loss, Georgia's out. <laughs> so, you know, but there's just yeah. so many pieces, and it's all going to be decided on the field, whereas in previous years, there wasn't anything left to decide on the field uh, between a lot of these teams in the top eight. Mm-hmm. So what the committee did really mattered, um, and this year it doesn't. Um, so, you know, props to the committee. They get a lot more right than they get wrong. I think they've done a good job, um, you know, pretty much every year in getting it right, and, and uh, they're just sort of in a situation now where, you know, they're going to catch a break, and, and we'll see – uh, most years, you know, you get to that last Sunday and the four mm-hmm. seems pretty clear and, and things have a way of working themselves out, but there's a lot of football left to be played this year. Did you have to laugh at that big 12 tr- tiebreaker story? And it took me right <laughs> back to Bowlesby, the infamous one where Baylor beat TCU head to head. And of course he would not come out and totally <laughs> declare for the committee. Hey, here is our champion. Cause he's like, no, we have. We have co-champions. Meanwhile, we had the the slogan. What was it? One true champion. One true champion. <laughs> <laughs> Which was back, just a man, yeah. Was hilarious. just it brought back those painful memories in some ways. 
and then they had to clarify it, and it took like Barry Trammell having a conversation with somebody at the Big 12 office, and then they hold up and said, hey, guys, we may want to clarify this thing. And so now I now I think it figured it, you know, it's figured out. I don't think it was designed, of course, to necessarily be against OU, but right now OU's feeling like everything is against them, including the officiating, because, of course, their choice to leave for the SEC. But, uh, well, it, it, I will yeah. say, Matt, I'm still waiting for the first fan base that thinks the officiating is for them. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still exactly. waiting for the first fan base to get to the end of the season and be like, you know what? We got a lot of favorable calls this year. Uh, I'm really happy with the officiating in our league, and I hope that they <laughs> do everything they can to maintain this quality. I hear that all the time. I'm sure you do as well. <laughs> I think we had a couple of calls in 2019 at Baylor that were beneficial. I'll say that, okay? <laughs> maybe oh, maybe one against the Red Raiders that uh, that comes out. David Ubbin joining us from The Athletic. This Northwestern State story is is cra- is a is a weird one. Uh, you guys did a great job on this, but to shut down a program in the middle of the season, and again, this was a tragedy. They had a player murdered. Still, don't have a suspect in this. This is Natchitoches, Louisiana, and I, I mean, they basically. And, and again, there's a lot of details here. But, man, there looks like some shenanigans in terms of how they kind of stacked the deck against these players. A lot of players now saying they wanted to continue on and to have a season. And in the under the guise of, hey, we want to take care of your mental health and all of that, they, they kind of sounded like they left it to the coaches. And the coaches said, well, I don't think our guys are ready to play. But, boy, David, this thing had a lot of layers to it, doesn't it? Because – when you started yeah. looking at the moments leading up to ending the season, it certainly looked like there were a couple things done, including inviting people to a practice, saying, okay, this is optional on a, on a midweek practice, and then drug testing everybody suddenly. Okay, all the drug testers are here. The random drug testing is, and, of course, the guys that have been smoking pot are probably not want to get anywhere near that practice. And that was the day they seemingly sort of based the low numbers on. Hey, let's just not let's not play the rest of this season, David. This was uh, this one is an interesting one, and it's a, it's obviously a tragic story, but also just a weird story because generally in sports we look for inspiration and ways to go on, and in this case, the university and the and maybe some of the staff. J- kind of worked it seemed like to shut things down instead yeah i mean i think there's still a lot of unanswered questions with this whole story and then that's kind of part of what we wrote about but we did answer as many of them as we could uh and tried to get our best handle on what was happening because i think for us you know we sort of saw the headlines and and kind of you know your journalism spidey senses go up and say ah we should make some calls over there. Um, and so we've been doing that and trying to get to the bottom of, of kind of what's happening um, in Nagdish. And, and it's, it was, it's been an interesting thing to, to deal with. And I think that there is a lot of um, differing perspectives on how the season ended and, and the current state of the program and, and a lot of people with a lot of thoughts, but ultimately 
Um, you know, we tried to put down as much of, of what we could verify and, uh, and, and spit for print in the story. And there's a, there's a lot there and it's a, it's a, it's a complicated situation with a lot of layers to it, I think. Yeah. And I don't even totally understand that that coach is not that old. The head coach, he just resigned. They're saying they're doing a coach search and maybe you're after Thanksgiving, they'll have a direction of the program. But I mean, again, this has not been a great program, but it's certainly been in place for a lot of years. I always am trying to think, okay, which one did Orgeron play for? Is it this Louisiana school? I, you know, you <laughs> got to do that in your head. And, and, um, but I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of, it's just kind of shocking when you read and, and how they made the decision. And then all these players that y'all talked to that were like, no, we wanted to play. No, we didn't say. And I think there's a line in here where it, it was almost like as many as, as much as 90% of the players maybe wanted to go on with the season and they thought that the player murdered would have wanted them to do that. You also, of course, have lawsuits now from the family against the school and police and a lot of people, even the head coach, I think is named. I mean, I, that head coach didn't seem like wanted to talk. I mean, why? I can confirm that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why do you think like, you think it's just there was just so much controversy surrounding that the coach just said I've had enough I'm out or do you think the coach like and of course it didn't help probably that they were zero and six right maybe he was going to get fired anyway but yeah, he for him he just he only won sixteen okay. games in six seasons but I think ultimately you know he didn't get a seventy seven million dollar buyout and he is named in a lawsuit so I don't certainly blame him for for not wanting to to talk about everything that's going on. And I think, yeah. you know, in his mind, uh, you know, when you get into this situation, you know, a lot of people prefer to let their lawyers do the talking. And I, I think that was sort of his approach. And, um, but yeah, he, he, he did not have any interest in, in saying a whole lot. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I have, it's interesting. The president spoke to the university student media website, the purple media network. And and said the decision to cancel the remainder of the season was primarily based on conversations with the demons coaching staff. And then you got all these players saying, "Hey, we were ready to play." But that was the one that grabbed me. Was that one day they seemed to kind of base, "Hey, we better shut this thing down because these players aren't even wanting to come to practice, right?" And it's and and they tested all these guys for marijuana uh, or whatever substance, right? And, um, and, that, and and the thought was, I think the players thought they purposely were testing to keep the numbers down so that they could shut the program down uh, or shut down for the season. And, again, what what reason would that be? Well, maybe to save money. Who knows? But it, do, it doesn't seem like something doesn't smell right, like, oh, we're taking care of our kids and their mental health. The kids make a good point. It's like our mental health – would have been better if we could have been around each other and tried to recover from this together. And and yet they we don't even have a they don't what do they do go lift weights now like who knows what they're doing maybe go into class that's about it. Yeah, I think my reason to the situation is that administration I think wanted the players to take the wheel and prove to them that they wanted the season to go on. I mean, there was never a vote taken or anything like that. Um, and they didn't necessarily do that. And, and we did talk to a player who felt like, hey, you know, 
we didn't do enough to make to make it clear that we wanted to continue the season. Um, but for all the reasons that you highlighted, it certainly seemed like they put up some barriers into that happening. And, um, you know, it's an, it's an odd situation. Um, I think we all, you know, we've been working on the story for a while and we still have some unanswered questions about it. And certainly, you know, the why of all this is, is fascinating. Um, and, and, and mm-hmm. invites a lot of theories. And then, you know, in the backdrop of this program, you still have this murder where, there's a lot of people who believe, you know, that this, this roommate, you know, committed the murder, but that's, you know, nobody's been charged for this crime. And there's a lot of frustration on the team, not only about the team being shut down, but this murder happened on October 12th. We're sitting here talking on November 15th and there is no, um, there is no charges filed. And, and that's, yeah. you know, something that has frustrated a lot of people. Yeah. It's an intriguing story. You know, I worked on that 2003 Baylor scandal story where a, a teammate murdered his own teammate and I was in the middle of all that and so there's just a lot of uh or at least covering that story there's a lot of different facets to this thing all right well David I, I appreciate it boy your name came up today I was eating with Travis Brown and he was uh, yeah. uh the and he uh Trav was like yeah I like that I listened to uh David and I think he, he, maybe Wasserman or somebody was on oh, with yeah, you on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, and he was complimenting you, and I was like, I'm trying to get David on my show today. So <laughs> always good to hear other people bragging on you. Uh, I appreciate it. Good work on this Northwestern State thing. Keep us updated out there, and uh, and have a great rest of the week. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, David Ubbin from The Athletic. And if you subscribe to The Athletic, I would go check this thing out because it's a weird story. Player murdered, and then they just shut the whole program down. Why does that sound familiar, Aaron? Well, it's like New Mexico State, was it basketball, had some similar kind of thing where they just shut their season down because they had some crazy stuff happen. Uh, Very, very strange stuff. In fact, their old coach ended up, somewhere else like he was a big time coach in mexico state all right um let's uh we got some stephanie sports corner coming up uh that's gonna be good and then i've got a little bit on last night i mean let's i talked about some bad news with baylor basketball that i'm bummed about but there was some great news with the women's program last night and uh we will have uh nikki collin on our show tomorrow to talk about all that we'll uh we'll do all that next espn central texas the la vega coaches show with don hyde is brought to you by bush's chicken first central credit union pirates doubled up on the dunbar wildcats 42 21 to start the postseason coach if you would give us a quick recap of that game Well, in all truth, uh, for the first 16 minutes, we did absolutely nothing right. Fell behind 21 to nothing. And then uh, from that moment on, you know, once we course corrected, our kids really did a great job of uh, fighting back through the adversity of being down 21 to nothing to come out. Scored 42 energy points and and, uh, was able to secure victory in the first round of the UIL football playoff. That course correction, was that just some technique that needed to be adjusted or personnel? What, What kind of course correction do you need to make? Well, for 16 minutes, it looked like we was playing our first game of the year again for some reason. And, you know, we really couldn't figure it out. Just base formations that we normally line up to correctly, we just didn't line up to correctly. So, uh, you know, they took advantage of it. And 
and before you know it, we're down behind behind the eight ball, and our kids just continually fought back till we got got the lead and kept it. Well, after you got them directed in the right way, did you detect any players that maybe picked up their game a bit for the postseason? I mean, I, I thought we really did a good job up front uh, with the offensive line, and uh, of course, Bryson did a great job running the football, and uh, Javelani did a great job of uh, executing the offense and throwing throwing the ball when we when we called passing plays. And then his brother Jabari, a little sophomore for us, uh, ran some really good routes and got open and, and got the ball for a couple scores. But you know, and so uh, we we got a big break after half. We we went down and scored, and, and uh, they got a 15 yard penalty for. For hitting our center leverage uh, on on the PAT, and we got a 15-yard penalty, and our and our kicker Giovanni uh, Giovanni Esqueda executed a great onside kick that we've been working on all year, hadn't called, and uh, we got the ball back. And the very next play, we hit him with a flea flicker over the top, and scored a touchdown. So I mean, you know, we just didn't do much right to, to begin with, and then we did everything right after that. Outstanding. Well, the playoff road takes you to the Cowboys practices facility in Frisco this week to tangle with Panther Creek. How do you match up against the Panthers? They're a really good football team. Coach Surratt does a great job of uh, putting them in good spots and then executing the game plan. They like to really sling the ball around to, uh, to some very, very talented skill receivers. Their offensive line up front does a really good job of blocking, especially in pass protected schemes. And so and defensively, they're they're very multiple and, and move around and, and, and try to free people up to make big plays. And so, you know, once again, just like each and every week, you, uh, we, you better bring your A game or you're going to get beat. ESPN Central Texas. Bush's Chicken has a long tradition of being voted the best chicken in communities where we're located. People love our specials like Tender Tuesday and Happy Hour every day from 2 to 5 p.m. And Bush's believes in giving back to our communities. Most weeks throughout the year, Bush's Chicken is donating meals and our famous iced tea in support of area schools and churches. Stop by today and get the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. It's almost fall, school has started, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is finally back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October. And the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. 
You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Restrictions apply. Stock limited. See dealer for details. Premium features and advanced technology. The seven-passenger Buick Enclave offers an unbeatable driving experience. Room for the family with a whisper-quiet drive. You must experience the Buick Enclave. Right now, save 5000 on a 2024 Buick Enclave at Richard Carr Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments till 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now, and Drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Car, we give you more. Road trip. Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Every closed loan is entered for a chance to change their loan rate to 0%. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org. Member NCUA. Genco. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show. And, uh, boy, I, I, I got to say, great performance by the Baylor women last night. Um, you know, I, that's a good team. Utah loaded. They can hit the three. Uh, they 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 fought back in that game, made it a little scary down the stretch, but then when needed, Sarah Sarah Andrews just said, "Hey, ball game, okay? I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock down a couple threes. Or we're gonna send everybody home," and that was nice. That was really nice, and it is uh, it's nice to have a team that deep. Uh, I think. You know, Nikki's going to have to find exactly how she wants to play everybody because you, you're very, very deep there on this team. Bella Fauntleroy is a really nice player off the bench. Yaya's a nice player. Jada, I mean, there, there are people coming off the bench that would start for a lot of teams. So there's some really cool stuff happening. And uh, I was uh, pleased to see the Bears hang tough even when Peely – the big-time player for the Utes came rolling in there and uh, and did some, uh, again, great player, great shooter. She is in foul trouble. Second half, she got going, and it was tough. It was tough, but, uh, but uh, the Bears did what they needed to do. It is now time. Speaking of female elite athletes, it is time for Stephanie's Sports Corner. the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports, the thrill of victory, and the agony of defeat. human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, Lafayette Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> it is... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I can't help but laugh. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> It's it'll be well done. <laughs> Seamless, we like to say. And uh, always great to have uh, Stephanie. Aaron Aaron waits for this. He just today, he's like, Mosley, speed it up. On, speed it up. 
get 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 her on there. She's in position. I know she gets there early. She gets all her notes together. <laughs> Stephanie, you had to be pleased to see the Baylor women come out and take down number four, the Utah Utes. And I can't remember that coach's name right now. Man, I, I, I can't like that either. Coach for Utah. <laughs> no, I Nikki Collin, I know. But the coach for uh the coach for Utah, she's gonna bring a lot to the Big Twelve. These Big Twelve coaches, the uh JC uh Hoyt, um big time at Oklahoma State. The coach at Colorado is big time. This new coach with a broken right wrist was out riding a bike with her little kid uh last week. And fell down and broke her wrist. Yeah. But she was out there coaching, coaching up a storm. But that's the best. Is it that, Robert? I'm, is it Coach Roberts? Is her name Coach Roberts? For Utah? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Oh. Um, <laughs> did you look it up or something? I mean, I don't know. Where did you pull Actually, that out? Actually, please hold. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, is it Coach Roberts? It is. It is. Okay, Bam. good. Good. <laughs> Good. Okay. I feel like you had help, but no. that's okay. She's, okay. She used to Google. So <laughs> Is it Coach Robert? I just wanted I wanted to see if you knew. <laughs> Pull that deep from the well of her women's basketball knowledge. Yeah, because I have so much of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you and Scott would enjoy going over there. That was a record for students, apparently, like a student attendance record numbers and um i mean that was pretty cool that is but, cool uh, that's yeah, because yeah. they all knew they were going to get a w <laughs> okay i mean Saying, you know it was well also it was uh taylor swift night oh it was the eras eras uh tour type deal and they did a bunch of taylor swift and they have friendship bracelets which i guess they do at taylor swift concerts or something yeah i have um, one for you matt I have a friendship. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. that's your Christmas present. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be nice. Is <laughs> um, I would uh, I'd love to have something like that. In fact, um, the president of Baylor and the first gent, President Livingstone and Brad Livingstone, did like a sketch where they showed up. Uh, she was Taylor Swift and he, he was, was Kelsey. Travis Kelsey. That's yeah. funny. That's funny. Yeah, That's creative. I, it, was, it was floating around out there on social media. I know most of the your day was spent reading all your messages via Facebook uh, for your birthday. <laughs> I had a lot. And, Thank you, everyone, uh, who wished me happy birthday. Oh, yeah. And the text line, if you would like to share your <laughs> thoughts on on the uh, Stephanie Sports Corner, let us know what you think. Uh, 254-662-1660. Stephanie, what... Um, What's on your mind today? Is there, well, is there something that you were, you're particularly interested in? Well, I think I've told you this before, but, you know, my favorite mm-hmm. holiday, I think, besides my birthday, is um, Thanksgiving. So, um, and, you know, Thanksgiving's next week, which I can't believe it's even here. But I love me some pumpkin pie. Well, I was scrolling through the Googles, and I'm going to, this is so funny, but I think we should try this sometime. There's a town in Belgium called Casterly, and there's a lot of farmers, and they grow pumpkins. Well, these farmers wanted to see how big they could get their pumpkins to grow. So in 2008, they had all these big pumpkins, so they said, you know what? Let's have a pumpkin race. 
So every year before Thanksgiving, people from all over the world come to this little town in Belgium with these pumpkins that are like four to six, 700 pounds. And what they do is they carve out the middle and then you sit in this pumpkin and you have to start um, and you go across a pond like a kayak and you have like, I don't know what you call those, the paddles, the kayak paddles, and you use them in this pumpkin and whoever gets to the other side of the pond first is the winner. So I think it's kind of fun. I think we should either all fly over to Belgium. Matt, you could do your show from there. And then we all enter into a pumpkin race. Or maybe we could do it out on the river out here over by McLean Stadium. Um, but the guy, this guy named Justin, I can't pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to even try. But he just won it. He's 36 years old. And he said it's he practiced on his actual kayak, but it's a total different feeling when you get into a pumpkin than your kayak because the pumpkin's so bulky, it's dirty, it's sticky, and at any time you could just tip over forward in the water so um i thought that was just kind of fun and thought i would share it since you know it's pumpkin season and thanksgiving's next week but yeah pumpkin racing i always around this time of year i like to watch like charlie brown's halloween and then watch there's a thanksgiving episode and there's kind of like a charlie brown mayflower uh oh i remember that yeah uh that's not a bad one to watch but um unfortunately these things aren't shown on network tv anymore so you have to kind of check and see where these things are streaming you now get like charlie brown's thanksgiving it's streaming on like amazon or something now just so i i want to follow up on this do you paddle are you actually in the pumpkin? You are Did actually you... in the pumpkin. You have to hollow uh-huh. out the inside. So picture these. You can look it up on YouTube. It's like, I think they call that carving out the out the inside. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or you could, I mean, <laughs> Which... you could call it hauling it out. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah. either one. But, yeah. yeah, you have to, like, empty it, I guess. And so uh, uh-huh. I, I watched a video on it on YouTube. I just can't believe they're big enough. Uh-huh. To, to do that, and I didn't know pumpkins had, you know, what kind of flotation they had. Um, and what, where in Belgium, did you say Brussels? Where is this in this Belgium? This is in Casterly. Casterly. K-A-S-T-E-R-L-E-E. They do it every year. Um, but I didn't, I didn't know that pumpkins could float. I mean, <laughs> but they can. And I, especially these big ones. I mean, you've seen pictures of big pumpkins, right? First off, I don't even know how pumpkins grow that big. Like, are they hitting them up with steroids? I mean, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so there's like 250 people did it this last time, like entered into this. So where they found 250 huge pumpkins that weigh, you know, five, 600 pounds, I have no idea. Somebody listening to us right now would be aware, like, if there's a massive pumpkin patch Anywhere where they grow pumpkins big enough to do something like this in Texas, let us know. 254-662-1660. And I would be willing, if somebody would supply the pumpkin. <laughs> You'd be willing to go I down the would, river. <laughs> I would cross the Brazos. Um, I would do it. I would I would jump off the suspension bridge. In, <laughs> I'm finding pumpkins. Pumpkin. Can... We're going to go yeah, find you a that. pumpkin to see you jump <laughs> off the bridge. I promise you, we're going to find a, now, a Mosley-sized well, pumpkin. I would, I'm not, I would not jump off the bridge, but, I mean, that, that time has passed. <laughs> but I would, 
I would um, use the paddles and go across the Brazos River. All right. I saw somebody singing next to the Frio River the other night. I just saw a video of this. And somebody swam across the river to make a song request. I don't exactly. They <laughs> couldn't scream across the river. They had to swim. No, I'm serious. It's a singer y'all would recognize. It, and they were doing a little concert on the Frio. And, and some man shows up on the banks of the Frio. And, and, he, and, he, and, he, and he makes the request. And the singer set, granted him the request and sang the song that he wanted. Well, I hope so. The poor guy just swam in the river. I who, mean. Is the, who could it have been? Like Radney somebody? Was there like a Radney Foster? Is he yes. still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's funny. He had a few big hits. I, don't I, I, I would check out. I don't even know any of his songs. Yeah, Rad. I just like anybody that instead of Rodney, they decide to be Radney. Like that's <laughs> that's the kind of person I want to hang out with. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> <laughs> anything that's else funny. you'd like to add to this, no, uh, I just, Stephanie? Yeah. No, I just, uh, I just thought we should try pumpkin racing. We should try hey, some big that, pumpkins and do what it. What was that place used to have me do live shows where I liked that green sauce so much? Los Cucos. Oh, man! I was thinking about that the other day. I just, I gotta get by there because okay, they. Okay, I'll go talk to. I Bill. like some <laughs> fajitas. Yeah, get them on Stephanie Sports Corner. And then we could like jam them in, and like they could just, they, we could we could do some post production, and it's just. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy! Oh my goodness! But okay. that has nothing to do with pumpkin racing. But uh, but I do no no no. But I love I do that that crema, that green sauce is, that's about as good as it gets. I mean that really is something when I. I I mean I will drive out there anytime to that Los Cucos and then all our places for some reason where our studios are it's like the Tex-Mex triangle. I mean you've got the one place you got Chewy's Los Cucos and then the other place over there across the street from us. I like that place too. They got the uh, nice yeah. patio, mm-hmm. the big patio. Yeah, yeah, it's a good place. There's a lot of good places we need a road trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just go yeah. around town. That's right. That's well, right. anyways, like pumpkin yeah. racing is out there. If anybody wants to try it next year, you just get on a plane to Belgium. I'd like to try that, and I'd like to try one of those Turkish baths. If you guys are listening over at uh, Pivo. P- oh, Pivo. where you get in the, yeah. P- the beer. I'm, inter- I'm interested in that. That I want a, like a Turkish bath over at that Pivo. Uh, Pivovar. 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 Yeah, those folks are from... Uh, where are they from? Oh, they're from Czechoslovakia. They're from Prague. Yeah. And and I, you know, one day they were sitting over in Prague, and they said, <laughs> "You know what? You know what? Who I think would love a good Turkish Matt bath mostly in, a, would. <laughs> in a Prague? Who would love a good Czech hotel? Waco. I think Waco. We ought to build a place in Waco, Texas. And sure enough, Pivovar, and they got some good sausage over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they just get it over <laughs> at Slovacheks. <laughs> Well, they do live in West, you know. <laughs> Slovacheks. Yeah. Slovacheks? Yeah. Uh, I like that play. I like both. People get mad at me when I say Czech stop. They're like, <laughs> go to Slovacheks. Well, I like I like all of it. Why, yeah. why do I have to pick one, but boy, people get mad at you. They do. Go to this place. Go to that place. <laughs> well, Czech stop is very convenient for me, but I, Slovacheks does a great job. Um, okay, That's Stephanie. So All right. Okay. Okay. Have a good evening. We're going to turn you loose. Okay.
<laughs> to go to go do your thing. All right. All our best to Stephanie as she continues down this path of Stephanie's Sports Corner. We do it at about 345, 350 every afternoon. Now, we've got a major 4 o'clock hour planned for you. I got good news on the Cowboys. We'll start, though, by uh, I want to sound off on what I saw last night, both from the women and the men. Uh, some really good stuff from uh, from Baylor basketball, men and women. Uh, and then a reminder, we're get, we've got a big time. Uh, we'll let you hear from Gary Patterson at 5 o'clock. Aaron, I don't think we've ever had one. I, and I, don't ask me why it went crazy social media-wise. But I, the last time I checked, it was like 365,000 views is what we have on like on that um uh, on that interview yesterday 365,000 views um again i i just i guess it just struck a nerve with people during Baylor TCU week and the fact Gary told us he wants to coach again that interview's coming up at 5 o'clock today all of it next the Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight and hear from women's golf coach Jay Gogol and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's tonight, live from Rudy's. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails, open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Santa is coming to town this November the 15th for the Diamori Fine Jewelers Simon G. Trunk Show. Exclusive designer jewelry available from noon to 6 with show specials, interest-free financing, and sparkling cocktails. Help save an animal's life with a portion of the proceeds directly benefiting the Humane Society of Central Texas. Come join the fun Wednesday, November the 15th at Diamori Fine Jewelers Simon G. Trunk Show. Attention Baylor alumni near and far. Are you ready to reconnect, reminisce, and make a lasting impact? Look no further than the Baylor Line Foundation, your alumni partner for life. Whether you're a recent graduate or a seasoned alum, Baylor Line Foundation is the place to stay connected with fellow alumni through exciting events, networking opportunities, and exclusive access to Baylor stories. Rekindle old friendships and forge new ones while cheering on our beloved Bears. To find out more, visit thebaylorlinefoundation.com. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like huevos rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch. La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Where's your pain? Is it in your knees, hips, your back? Don't let it sideline you any longer, and don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now. So you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. Again, no drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics for a free consultation. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Four one zero zero. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show as uh, as we continue on, and uh, just a lot going on today, this Wednesday. I will tell you from a Cowboys perspective, all is well. I mean, everybody you thought might be injured was a full go today. Now, I think they're going to rest a lot, uh, Tyron Smith, but he's not right now. He's not even on the injured list, so, it, you know, he, we won't really hear much about him. But uh, Turpin was back out there with that shoulder injury, and I think that is a uh, that is a good thing. Um, Aaron, I... <laughs> I I have monitored this this Big Twelve because uh, there's a way there could be a big tie and they'd have to go to a tiebreaker and the Big Twelve had to kind of clarify it based on some conversations that Barry Trammell used to be with the Oklahoma and now he's with another outfit had with them and. Again, it's 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 always a little embarrassing when you have and it's it's not a great look for their person. Uh, what is his name? David, uh, their administrator in charge of football. Uh, it, not a great look, and I think it's I think they've taken care of it. Here is the tiebreaker for the Big Twelve. Now, of course, Baylor fans are like, "What do we have to do with this? Nothing, nothing." Bears are just trying to stay out of the basement right now. They're just ahead of. Cincinnati and uh, but boy now UCF's looking good Cincinnati finally got a win and uh and and so anyway Aaron remember when we get to Campus Confidential 
let's bring up that Dana Holgerson. He's had a lot of funny stuff. He's had a lot of funny stuff. And now he's now he's whining about people coming after his roster. Now, of course, Baylor is the same deal. We've known it was going to happen. They got great young freshman DBs, and there's some weird stuff out on on Twitter today. Yeah, we'll deal with it. We'll look at it. I don't know. I mean, Aaron, how much do you say when one of your players puts a cryptic tr- tweet out there, just like with no context? It was simply like respect my decision. Well, I mean, I I I respect whatever, but I mean, you know, until I hear something more, Aaron, I know that sounds like something Cam and the Cam and Drake show would have spent a lot of time on. Did we get any more clarity on that situation, or are we still just dealing with that just that weird out of context tweet? Uh, there was one after that, and let me. Oh, Caden had another one. Yeah. This this is Baylor's really good young defensive back. He's got three interceptions. He's a cornerback. And love Caden Jenkins. But today he had a tweet, and it said, like, respect my decision. And, of course, everybody's like, well, what? what's going on? And, and we knew people were going to try to come after Baylor's really good young safeties and cornerbacks. And – the next one had something to do with, you know, kind of almost like you guys are going to be in good hands or or what, what was the next one, Aaron? It, it was kind of like a almost kind of being supportive of his teammates. Is that correct? Is that right? I don't have it in front of me. Yes. Uh, okay. It was um, it was a picture of him and it looks like yeah. his the photo of when he committed to Baylor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's him and a Baylor and personal for player. It looks like with his family. Yeah. And uh, it says, keep going. You've got people depending on you. And that's by a uh, picture of him in his high school football uniform with one of his teammates. So, I don't know. Yeah. And, and it, it threw me off because, like, the, <laughs> the high school uniform looks like A&M's uniform. And there's, like, an Aggie-looking thing in it. And – Obviously, we're just like, okay, what's going on here? But it's not anything. I don't think it has anything to do with Texas A&M, but that's going to happen. I mean, they're going to whether whatever they decide to do with Coach Aranda, even if they keep him, they're going to leave. If they don't keep him, they're going to leave. I mean, it happens every year. It happens everywhere. So I, it'd be great if with two games left, there weren't people out there. The opposite of that, Aaron, is like this Houston situation where Holgerson comes out today talking about how an SEC schools are offering six figures to one of his top receivers. I think his name is Golden. I think it's Matthew Golden. And Golden came right out and said, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here for my teammates. I'm a 1,000% uh, invested. I love that. I love that. Golden came right out and said, I'm here, man. I'm a, I'm a Coug. Now, does that mean he's going to be a Cougar next year? Who knows? But I, I kind of like I like the style on that one. Now back to the Big Twelve tiebreaker. Here's what it says. Here's step one: in the event of a multiple team tie, which could happen, by the way, because you got Texas, Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, you got to see Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, K State. I mean, you got several teams in the running. I mean, you could have. There is some scenario, Aaron, where it could be like a 
eight-team tie, but uh, mainly it'll be, it would probably end up being a three- or four-team tie. All right, of course, Texas has to lose at least once for that to happen. In the event of a multiple team, but of course, you could tie the other team that would be in the Big 12 title. The other teams could tie. In the event of a multiple team tie, head-to-head wins takes precedence. If all the teams, if all the tied teams are not common opponents, the tied team that defeated each of the other tied teams earns the championship berth. All right, that's fairly clear. It's fairly clear. It then says there have been no changes to any rules regarding Big 12 football tiebreaker procedures, which were agreed upon prior to the season and went into effect August of 2023. To which, Aaron, one of these uh, Oklahoma writers says, this is not a rule change, but we did add an entire sentence to the rule. (laughs) It is a rules clarification. And Oklahoma people are grumbling about not only the officiating in an Oklahoma State game, but the way the rule reads. Um, Now you've got a guy that covers Oklahoma, Aaron, saying that sentence was not in the original tiebreaker rules that were on the Big 12's uh, website. So it does look like the Big 12. I mean, you just got to come out, and if you have to clarify something, I mean, people may laugh at you, but you got to just own it. We had to put a clarifying sentence in. You can't double down and go, no, we we had this. This is exactly what we said. No, you didn't. Because Barry Trammell calling the conference caused the conference to have to talk and figure this out. So, I mean, part of this is a little bit misleading. All right. Now, was anything been done? To at the detriment of Oklahoma and Texas, not on purpose, not on purpose, but uh, I do think the conference this season has certainly, even the commissioner, they would they would prefer if one of those teams didn't win the conference title. I think that's very natural. Were rules put in place to work against OU or Texas? Not really. I just don't think that was in part of the. Uh, of what they were putting together for the 2023 rules. Now, last night, the Baylor men, um, huge, you know, big dominating win over uh, uh, UMKC. They go by Kansas City now. Uh, Jaden Nunn, we knew he was going to be a great defender. He's now hitting threes. Uh, great at driving, good at distributing. Right now, this guard, uh, the guards are so deep and so good. I mean, Walter um, is, is Jacoby Walter is going to be unbelievable, but last night was pretty cool because Jaden Nunn and, of course, Ray J. Dennis is the point guard of this group. So they got three guards. Uh, they've got great big big men. Uh, Misi played everyday John got in a little more in last night's game I mean he's going to have a role it's just not going to be nearly as big as what we thought and while we knew Misi was going to be good you don't totally know until the lights come on 
Now he's out there swatting every shot. Um, he's he's dominant. He's dominant. I will also say, Aaron, that Kansas was down to Kentucky by 12 in the second half. They're not that deep of a team, but Dewan, um, they're – their big-time point guard, who hadn't scored much this season, went crazy down the stretch. They had a nice comeback win. Much like what Baylor did against Auburn, they did that at Kentucky. Kentucky wilted down the stretch. K.J. Adams, um, uh, Dewan, what's his name, Aaron? I want to call him Foster. Dewan, uh, Dewan Wagner? Dewan. Anyway, our man Dewan from, uh, from KU, good point guard. But then the, the big story was Hunter Dickinson went for 27 points and 21 rebounds. He's great. He's great. And he could do it all. He can shoot from outside. He can go in. He, he He's a lob. He's a rim runner. Um, I think Misi is going to certainly become a better rim protector than this guy, than Dickinson. But Dickinson is a extremely well-rounded guy. Uh, KU is an incomplete team right now. Uh, They did have one of those low-key moments that you didn't even pay attention to during the game, but it happened. I'm sick of, like, triple-doubles don't mean anything to me, really, in the the, uh, NBA anymore. I I used to think, oh, man, triple-double. They do it constantly. It's kind of lost its meaning. It's become too big of a stat. I just don't. I love watching Jokic do it because I think he's very unselfish. I think some players do it and are purposely trying to get him. Kansas had a guy, and he was not purposely trying to do this, but McCuller last night went for 12-10-10. Now, you don't purposely try to do that in a nip-and-tuck game that's a a one-point game with a minute left or whatever. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. 12 points. Um, 10 rebounds and 10 assists uh, for for McCuller in a college game. That's really, really good. Uh, all right. Um, I'll tell you, we got Campus Confidential. I do want to sound off a little bit more on the Baylor women because that was the huge story last night. Great crowd. Great from the students. Let's, uh, let's delve into that a little bit. Loved hearing Coach Howler. And uh, and J-Mo, thought J-Mo paced himself very well last night. Had to do back-to-back games on TV. Uh, but the women were tremendous. And it's a deep team. And, I mean, the women have the same thing that the men have. Extremely deep. And we'll also mention a really tough day for Baylor basketball recruiting. Uh, missed out on a great player, but uh, Bears will be fine. They always are, and they will continue to roll. It's just a tough one because they really, really did want a player. And who did he go to? Those dastardly Longhorns. Everybody listening right now, get your horns down. Get your horns down. Aaron, are you doing a horns down right now in addition to the booing sounds? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, – <laughs> But we got some great tech, UT listeners. We get it. We get it. We got a lot of Aggies, a lot of UT people. Congratulations, UT. You did end up with one of the greatest 
high school basketball players I've ever seen, and I got to see him a lot. His name is Trey Johnson. He's from Lake Highlands High School, and you just uh, you won the lottery. Will the Bears, how much will it hurt the Bears? These things don't tend to hurt Scott and his staff because their fallback position is usually a pretty great position. So they'll be okay. They'll be okay. Bill and the whole gang over there, Bill P., uh, John J., Tweety, Tweety C., they're all gathering right now, Ty and, and Nunes and, and A.B., and they're just kind of getting the plan B together. Well, which way are we going to go, guys? And I promise you it'll be a good plan. All right, we'll, uh, we'll talk uh, Baylor women's basketball because that was one of the greatest uh, wins of the Nikki Collin era, if not the best. That's next. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center hosting Harvard. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Sunday. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Payment for qualified buyers at 5.9% for 72 months, 5,000 down, cash or trade, DTL, extra CD delivery details. Road construction continues, and so do the savings at Richard Carr's pre-owned construction sales event. Qualified buyers can get a pre-owned 2017 Nissan Sentra for $150 a month, a 2015 Mercedes C250 for $241 a month, or a 2017 Ford F-150 XL for $390 a month. Overnight, thoroughly inspected pre-owned vehicles in stock. 100% approval is always our goal. Call, log on, or get here now for the pre-owned construction sales event at Richard Carr. At Richard Carr, we give you more. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. The next time you need to rent or buy heavy equipment, remember West Rentals. At West Rentals, you'll find scissor lift, ditch witch, sky track, storage crates, skid steers, backhoe, power washer, jackhammer, jumping jack, and concrete trowels. Their goal is to meet all your needs from small jobs to large contracts. Locally owned and operated, West Rentals, 226 West Oak Street in West and at westrental.net. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host 
a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. At Waste Connections, they keep Central Texas clean. Waste Connections provides trash pickup and recycling services to Waco area homes and businesses. Remember them when you need residential garbage service, commercial dumpsters, and garbage collection, bulk item pickups, trash compactors, or construction and demolition roll-offs. They would be honored to be your service provider. Waste Connections, 254-840-4060, 1910 South Main Street, McGregor, and at wasteconnections.com. Every day, InCommons Bank strives to be the best community bank in Central Texas. Each of their six Central Texas locations have a proud history in the communities they serve. In addition, InCommons Bank offers modern day services to their customers, including mobile banking, where you can access your account night or day, insurance services to make sure you are covered, competitive home mortgage loans, and free business checking. At InCommons Bank, you can open your new account online. It's quick and easy. Learn more at InCommonsBank.com. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show. A little, uh, little electric guitar for you there. And uh, I was trying to think of that uh, Kansas point guard Dewan Harris of course Dewan Harris big time player for them they played NC Central the other night talking about uh, Kansas and he shot the ball zero times the whole game he's extremely unselfish player after that game he went on Instagram or whatever this is yeah, some social media and said they'd be like shoot he said I will when I need to all right Last night, I mean, he goes five for six from three-point range and basically won the game and had, I think, ended up with about 21 in the game. I mean, really, really good performance. Also, great performance last night, uh, Baylor women versus uh, Utah. Uh, Utah came in, uh, I would say uh, – they, they had a player named, uh, her last name was uh, Peely. And I was, I mean, you know, and she had to sit down. Okay, that certainly hurt them. But the Bears took full advantage, moved the ball, seems to be a very unselfish team. And, I, you know, fairly low turnover, only 13 turnovers. Utah had 18 
Uh, Bears had seven blocks. And, you know, certainly the Utah leaned on them a little bit down low, but did what they needed to do, 83%, got to the line a little bit, went 10 for 12, and then the Bears um, shot. Utah is supposed to be an unbelievable three-point team. Bears ran them off the line where they could. They also missed some open looks and were only 6 for 24. This is a team that had been great at shooting the three. The Bears shot nearly 42%, 10 of 24 from deep. And when Sarah, when they needed Sarah uh, Andrews to come up big, she did in a huge way. And, uh, I mean, that was... That was that was that was a big time closing the way she closed that game. Now Dre Edwards, who we are all dying to see, she came out early and she and Asia had the first oh probably like eleven points combined or first twelve points, the two of them, uh, Asia Blackwell. So they combined for twenty seven points. They're both going to start. They're going to be there. They can do a lot. What I liked about Dre is she. She was kind of firing threes, and, and when they weren't really falling, she kind of started working the ball inside. Seems to be pretty unselfish. You got a great player in Bugs, um, Dariana Littlepage Bugs, only scored seven points. She'll score a lot more than that in games, but got 10 rebounds. So everybody was kind of finding different ways, and Sarah Andrews, who hit those two huge buckets late, ends up leading the team with 18 points um off the bench uh and you know so everybody almost everybody in the starting lineup uh got close to uh uh now jada walker um i i mean she played 23 minutes nine points couple of assists uh she runs the team well i mean i there's just there's so many this is a really interesting uh group that they're putting out there, and I was just Yaya uh, uh, Felder came off the bench for nine points, uh, three rebounds, three assists. Really, uh, really brought a spark to the team. Um, I, it's to the point like Van Geitenbeek gave them huge minutes in the Big Twelve uh, tournament last year when I was there in Kansas City. She's a big time player, and. She finished with, um, she got she had three minutes in this game. I mean, some of these really nice players like Danae Fritz was a big time player at Iowa State. Um, was as a freshman, it was like one of the best freshmen in the land, and got all the all freshman Big Twelve team. I, I really think she's a good player. She she only played six minutes in last night's game. So, um, it, it, and this was not, this was not any kind of fluky, oh, the Bears pulled it out somehow. Um, Utah never had a lead in this game. Uh, they trailed the Bears 39-33 at the half. We're kind of uh, fortunate to be within that kind of stri- striking distance. And then Alyssa P- uh, Peely, who only played two minutes in the first half, she's their star player. She ended up with 22 in the game. She did get going in the second, but uh, she was nine for 11, uh, um, and one for uh, from the paint, and one for three from three point line 
and then three for six from free throws. Uh, really, really nice player. I would say, um, I would say the best player uh, for them throughout most of the game was uh, Gianna Niepkins. So I, this is going to be uh, interesting because uh, who, who are the powers going to be moving forward in women's basketball? I would say Baylor, Colorado, Utah, Kansas perhaps, Iowa State is always good, and um, did I say Oklahoma State? I think Oklahoma State's going to continue to be really good. I think I just named five or six teams. I Arizona was in the Final Four just a, a, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. They're coming in. Uh, th- this is uh, this going to be good. I, I mean, I kind of, I mean, it'll, it will miss. Oklahoma's gotten good. I like that coach. Uh, Texas right now is like about either a 10 or 11th in the country. Aaron, where do you think the Bears will go? They were 21, play, number 21 team in the country, playing the number four team in the country. They, did, they certainly didn't blow them out, but they were in control of that game pretty much throughout. Do you think they'll come all the way up to like number 12 or 13? I th- does, that, does that sound right to you? Yeah, and I think there's an outside chance they jump into the top ten depending on losses. Wow. Wow. Utah's um, good. They got yeah, the top seven returning from last year, and that's a team last year that should have beaten Kim's LSU team. A couple of missed free throws late, or else they would have went to the Final Four, and LSU wouldn't have won a national championship. Yeah, it was um, it was fun to watch, and – and what Nikki and we'll have Nikki on tomorrow. What Nikki said, I think that you know, and I, I'm sure everybody was thinking it is just like how important it is, because obviously with what Kim did last year, I mean, you know, that shadow it cast an extremely long shadow. But that there, she admitted that she felt a lot of pressure that first year because she inherited, of course, uh, about four or four or five of Kim's great players. Well, now the only Kim player on the team is Sarah, the only player that uh, that Kim recruited. So this is her own group, and she's brought them in in various ways. I mean, there are at least, Aaron, would you say five key contributors that have come in from different schools, either five or six that have come in from different places, and then the homegrown players, Fauntleroy, Bugs, uh, some of those players. I mean, yeah, there's there's five to seven portal folks that have come in and uh, and are, are really good for this team. But uh, uh, that is uh, – and just a, a little bit of breaking news uh, NBA-wise since we're talking hoops. Uh, <laughs> there we go. Um, Kyrie Irving will sit out – uh, versus the Wizards tonight with a foot listed as questionable versus Wizards due to the injury he's been managing. And uh, he was also questionable. So anyway, we'll uh, uh, I, I think Luca will be fine and play. Aaron, let's keep the Mavs in our prayers, okay? Because last night there were a lot of complaints 
about that, like whatever those in-season courts are called, the city courts or whatever they are, and they're ridiculous looking. And, like, honestly, it makes me hard. I love the NBA more than most people. But my my eyes were burning from watching those in-season courts. And the Mavericks didn't use their in-season court the other night because it wasn't ready or something or wasn't safe. And apparently the court the Mavs played on last night um, was uh, uh, had bad bounces on it. Uh, Luca complained quite a bit. Aaron, is that a great look when when you get beat to uh, to complain about the condition of the basketball court? Does that does that seem a little bit weird to you? Yeah, no. I mean, if it's I don't, I don't know. know if they're having issues with them, they need to get those fixed. But I don't uh-huh. know how much difference yeah. it made last night. They were they got blown out. That that game was yeah. really close. So I don't know. Yeah, what that's what I was going to say. About. And I uh, love Luca, obviously. Yeah, but Zion that that game was about Herb Jones. I mean, there's somebody uh, there's somebody for uh, the Pelicans name. Jordan Hawkins. You remember him, Aaron? He's the 14th pick in the draft. He played at UConn. They won the national title, you'll recall. And they had a had a nice player named uh, Jordan Hawkins on the team. I, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know. I mean, I, I thought he was a good shooter, and he and he was just a good, good player. But he was obviously not quite a lottery pick. 14's kind of right on that cutoff. I mean, last night, literally – Scores 25 off the bench, 5 for 12 from three-point range. Whoa. That's scary when you're bringing that off your bench. All right. And then you throw in Najee Marshall, uh, who is the guy that uh, he's been in the league for a little bit now from Xavier, and he he's scoring as well off the bench. That's a, that, that New Orleans team. I, I, I kept wondering, Aaron, why – uh, Chuck Cooperstein was posting so many like pictures of his food from New Orleans. I mean, like day after day, and then it, it's I, and I, again, I, I guess it was just a weird quirk in the schedule. They had three and a half days in New Orleans, and and so that's why that's why every, he was at Cafe Du Monde and Cachon, and I mean he every every place you could possibly go, he had every. Uh, Shrimp po' boy you could get your hands on. All right, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. It's next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The Lorena Coaches Show with Kevin Johnson is brought to you by Lorena Athletic Association, Ross Insurance Agency, Triple S Sports. Arena Leopards knocked off Yoakum 45 to 7 in the opening round of the postseason. And coach, your defense created a couple of turnovers early that gave you a chance to break out to a 21 0 lead. Defense did a really good job of kind of holding their uh, offense back, and uh, they, they made some mistakes that were kind of forced by our defense, and we were able to kind of capitalize on that. So, yes, I was very pleased with really all three phases of the game, except for kickoff. We had a couple of hiccups, but other than that, we were in pretty good shape. 191 yards rushing in that game from Braylon Henry. He needs less than 80 yards this week to go over 2,000 for the season. Yeah, phenomenal season for 
for Braylon, and uh, quite honestly, we probably he didn't even play the majority of the second half just because we were trying to uh, obviously take care of him and uh, make sure you know we, he was good for this following week and uh, gave her some some of our younger kids some reps in there as well. But he had a great game, another great game, and it's been a great year. So that'll be the goal. We'll try to get him to that two thousand yard mark this week. Braylon kind of made the passing game an afterthought, but. Caden Roberts had a good game with uh, seven completions on just 12 passes for 131 yards and two touchdowns. Well, Caden's done a great job for us all year. He's managing the game really well. He's getting the ball, different receivers we have. And then obviously with uh, our offensive line doing the job they're doing, giving him time, uh, protecting him, and then uh, making holes for Braylon. When the run game goes like that, it's pretty easy to kind of throw the ball uh, where we want to throw it as well. So he's done a great job managing the game for us. This week, you take on Palestine Westwood, 7 o'clock Friday in Corsicana. What can you tell us about the Panthers? Well, I'm going to tell you, they're, they're a team that's, uh, I mean, they're a 9-2 and two football team. Getting in the playoffs uh, for their program is, is something that's relatively new for them, and, and they're pretty hungry. Uh, we've got some skilled kids. They're, they're fairly young, but they've got some kids that uh, make some plays and, and do a good job. So we've got our work cut out for us uh, playing them. It's just they're one of those teams we've not had a you know a history with or, or really know much about. But uh, looking at them on film, they're a good football team. We're going to be ready to play. ESPN Central Texas. Since 2001, Ross Insurance Agency has provided Central Texans with quality, reliable, and timely insurance services. An independent agency, Ross Insurance Agency writes personal, commercial, and life insurance policies, once for events, and also for long-term disability care. They believe values matter, and their relationships with clients span generations. They'll make sure you are covered. Ross Insurance Agency, 254-224-6430, and at rossinsuranceagencywaco.com. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all-volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. Triple S Sports is your one stop for all your baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from names that you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about league and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplesports.com. Play ball. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Want to celebrate the Bears' big win or watch every road game on big screen TVs? Sound up loud and Bear fans all around? The Buckle is where you need to be. With a location just off campus, within walking distance of the stadium, the Buckle is a perfect den for food and beverages. 
open two hours before kickoff. And get ready for the Buckles Full Restaurant, opening in China Spring real soon. Drop on by the Buckle, the place for bears to be. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season, and Bird Colgen Ford is a proud supporter of the best high school football teams right here in Central Texas. BK Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 46 years in a row. Come to the largest showroom in Texas and experience better at Bird Colgen Ford. Moving is fun, said nobody ever. Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and let's face it, moving sucks. But we did it, and now we're in our shiny new location. Announcing, ta-da, the new world headquarters of the Pickup Outfitters Center to End Truck Nudity. Maybe you've seen all the work going on Waco Drive with the new silver and red building. The new location is 4535 West Waco Drive, in between the old Richie's Western Wear and Diamore Jewelers. That's just a half mile away from our old location. We got some cool new equipment and services coming soon but one thing that won't change is that we're still outfitting naked trucks from bed covers and steps to toolboxes hitches grill guards pickup outfitters also does the heavy duty stuff full front replacement bumpers airbag suspension goosenecks fifth wheels come by and see us even if it's just to say hi and get a free cup of coffee pickup outfitters has moved 4535 west waco drive in between the old richie's western wear and diamore jewelers Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and it is uh, Jim Turner Chevrolet, the fine sponsor of this very popular segment, Campus Confidential. We bring you great news <clears throat> from the land of the Gar, and that would be Garland, Texas. Bryce Cherry from the Waco Trib uh, reporting on his Twitter handle that Crawford has completed the sweep of defending 2A state champ uh, Windhorst, and, um, and they did it in very exciting fashion. Listen to this. It was a sweep, but 29-27, that's epic. 26-24, and by the way, the 29-27, they fought off being down 24-21 and came back and won it 29-27, 26-24, Lady Pirates of Crawford will play for the uh, Class 2A state title against Iola or Schulenburg at 3 p.m. Friday. And then in other real quick good news, uh, Blum... Uh, has powered to the state semifinal uh, with a sweep of Natchez. All right, three nothing, and uh, that is uh, that is great news. And Blum head volleyball coach Lauren McPherson uh, is a major major winner, and uh, and that'll happen uh, that that'll happen Thursday. They'll now play for the state championship against Harold. That's H-A-R-R-O-L-D uh, at 3 p.m. on Thursday. They're in Garland. Okay. They'll become the first Central Texas team to go back-to-back since 
Abbott won consecutive Class B titles in 1978 and 79. Boy, Abbott's been doing it for a long, long time. All right, Aaron, what do we have in today's episode of Campus Confidential? We will start with Michigan. (laughs) Not a shock. (laughs) There is a chance that Michigan gets its 1,000th win as a football program if the Wolverines can beat Maryland on Saturday. There's also a chance that they would do that without Coach Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines, and according to the university, that would be really, really sad. Harbaugh is awaiting a court hearing Friday that could determine if he and the university are granted a temporary restraining order that would reverse his three-game suspension from the Big Ten and Commissioner Tony Petiti. Uh-huh. It's a coordinator, uh, Sharon Moore, is the interim head coach on game days as Harbaugh serves his suspension, which stems, obviously, from the alleged in-person scouting and recording of games by former staffer Connor Stallion. People were concerned that Sharon Moore, they, they were reminding him that Coach Harbaugh was still alive and it, that unbelievable. we had not lost him they, with that post-game interview the other day. They act like being punished for cheating is just overcoming such adversity and so special. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. Just, it's really kind of revolting to me. Like, what has happened? Why has it become so fashionable? I mean – all of these people are smart, like high-level coaches, and I know they're emotional after games. But and I'm even NFL players. I put them in the same boat. Why has it become like acceptable for everybody to drop, you know, all these expletives in post-game interviews? I think people think it's like funny or something. I mean, I I'm all for emotion, and I'm not some kind of prude. You know, like, oh, I don't want to hear ever hear a bad word. But for generations, Aaron, like, people sort of understood that you couldn't drop an F-bomb on national TV. And and now it's just like they almost kind of purposely uh, do it. Uh, and, and yeah. boy, this, this coach from Michigan, the assistant coach, was no exception the other day when he was, like, sobbing and crying and acting like, you know, Somebody had, uh, uh, you know, had done something. It was it was really over the top. It was pretty bad. Another uh, Big Ten head football coach got good news. Northwestern yeah. will promote interim football coach David Braun to the permanent head coaching roles. Sources told ESPN today Braun was hired in January as defensive coordinator by former coach Pat Fitzgerald. He's led Northwestern to five wins more than the team's combined win total for the past two seasons, which is four. He's the first Northwestern coach to win five games in a season since Walter McCormick in 1903, and that just blew my mind. <laughs> they, I mean, that's what's funny is, like, I always kind of respected Nelper. Stephen Simcox – cannot stand Pat Fitzgerald, even before the scandal. Because he was one of these that would, like, come out with all these statements about how everybody needed to get off their phone and social media was the downfall of America and all that. And Stephen could not stand him. But I always thought he he was a respectable guy and had done a pretty good job there over the years, right? But that's amazing, isn't it, for him to have won, like, a, a single game I mean, that's one of the few places, 
I mean, that just shows you that he was not only was he letting the program run amok, but this guy has won five games and like quadrupled the win total from last year. And I, I mean, I, I'm kind of impressed. And Aaron, remind me, isn't the new coach like a relatively new assistant? He wasn't like he'd been there for a long time, right? He kind of he came in within the past year from somewhere else, and now he's been promoted to the head coach. So uh, yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, he came over this year from uh, North Dakota State, where he was the defensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah, and, and doing a great job. And they, yeah, they have a great chance to become bowl eligible. They get three and seven Purdue this Saturday, and then they get Illinois November twenty fifth. They can win either one of those. Which actually, I think they'll be favored in both. They're going to go to a bowl, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Yeah, here, Aaron. Here's my new thought. I just popped into my head. It's okay. You, you don't want to draft a North Dakota State quarterback in the first round, but you do want to hire their coaches. Okay, <laughs> that's the that's the thing, because Kleiman has turned out to be a great coach. This guy is a great coach. But these quarterbacks, whether it be Carson Wentz or Trey Lance, do not seem to work out from there. All right? So that's the new policy. Hire their coaches. Just don't draft their quarterbacks. That's a new – that's just something Aaron and I came up with. Uh, all right, what else do we have, sir? The new CFP rankings came out last night, and Georgia reclaimed their spot at the top of the rankings after consecutive top 25 wins. Georgia is number one. They jumped past Ohio State, who's now number two, followed by Michigan, Florida State, and Washington, all undefeated in the top five. The rest of the top ten, Oregon, Texas, Alabama, Missouri, and Louisville at ten. Other Big 12 teams (laughs) include Oklahoma, 14, Kansas State at 21, Oklahoma State, 23, and Kansas, surprisingly, at 25. All right, um... And Kansas, who just lost to Texas Tech. Yes. And if Texas Tech could beat Texas, they would even slide up there in the top 25. That game's coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, boy, it's going to make Texas people mad. If Texas wins out, the committee is looking for any opportunity to move Alabama <laughs> ahead of Texas. Now, again, the committee probably does love both brands, so maybe Texas is the wrong school to think about, but that would be hilarious because, obviously, that was a huge win, and that's Texas's most impressive win. Now, what Texas needs to have happen, they really needed OU to keep winning this year. That has not really happened I think the team in the Big 12 that suddenly has my attention, that if they had have had their quarterback all season, and I, has, I hate to say this because that was one of Baylor's wins, but I think UCF's pretty good right now. Like, you know, they were mm-hmm. just struggling and hadn't won a conference game, and they but then they almost beat OU. They almost beat Baylor. Well, that's not saying much, but – I kind of think UCF's good. They've really turned a corner since they got the quarterback back, which obviously is important, and he's a Uh very good quarterback. Uh, John Rice Plumley, Yeah. 
Yeah, good good player. Good player, and that, that's a pretty decent team. I'm just glad the Bears played them when they did. Aaron, will Cincinnati beat Houston? Will the Bears be able to stay out of the out of the I, I just wonder if they can stay at least one game ahead of the Bearcats? Because in the very first year of the expanded Big Twelve, to finish in a tie for how many teams are there now, Aaron? Fourteen? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. How many do we yeah, had? Fourteen basically. Fourteen. That would be pretty pretty rough on a lot of on a lot of different levels. But Bears need to go take care of the frogs. We may have a heartwarming story uh, guest for you in the next couple of days. There's a really cool story uh, unfolding, and it's Cooper Lands, the Baylor nose tackle, defensive tackle, and his brother plays for the frogs. So we're going to have brother versus brother. All right, this kind of like the. Uh, this going to be good. It's going to be a uh, an old fashioned brother versus brother type deal so we're hoping to perhaps land a member of the the lands family that'd be neat i think someone's supposed to reach out to me about that all right uh aaron what else do we have well some bad news it was such a great night for baylor basketball both the men and women last night i hate being the bear bad news today but we do have to report it top five recruit trey johnson has Chosen Texas after a long head-to-head battle between Texas and Baylor over the top five recruit. Trey Johnson was the second-highest uncommitted player in the 2024 class, according to the ESPN 100. And he announced his commitment to Texas and head coach Rodney Terry today. Johnson's father, Richard Johnson Jr., played his college ball at Baylor, where Terry was an assistant under former head coach Terry Miller. Love you, Coach Miller, if you're out there listening, out Salado direction. Love what you did for Baylor during a very difficult time. You're a great man. But, uh, wow, this is tough. This is tough. Um, uh, the Baylor staff did an incredible job. They stayed on Trey throughout, desperately wanted Trey. That's- and uh, and But it was a bummer. Uh, Rodney Terry getting that job probably only enhance Texas's chances. I still would take Scott over Rodney in any recruiting battle, but now with NIL, you can show up with an enormous bag of money. And I don't love our chances mano a mano with the horns when it comes to NIL. I still think we have the better recruiters. I really do. They do a great job. But on a massive top five recruit like this, Texas is going to, they're going to show up with a lot more money. And who's to, who can blame a family um, if they have like life changing opportunity like this? And even before he gets to the NBA, can make, you know, a couple million dollars or something. And then when you factor in like the, I mean, that's just to get into campus. And then all the endorsement deals, uh, there's a good chance he will make somewhere in the neighborhood of 2 to $5 million while he's at Texas. And I think that's a fairly conservative amount. What would he have made at Baylor? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe close to a million? I don't know, something like that. But uh, Bears did their best, and uh, 
uh, and I'm very appreciative for their efforts. They uh, they did not uh, win this recruiting battle. All right, um, we're going to let you hear this. This this uh, this interview we did early in the show yesterday. We had to leave early yesterday for uh, Baylor basketball, but this this interview we did has truly gone viral. And, and people are talking about it all across the country, I think because people kind of wondered if Gary Patterson would like to coach again. It also is kind of interesting because this is Baylor TCU week. And one of the reasons this became such a fun rivalry is because of the dislike that Gary and Art had for each other. Okay? Uh, you'll get to hear from Gary Patterson. He joins the show next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I'd like to thank everyone that supports JTC and that our family values your business. Our new inventory is growing daily and our used car inventory is stacking high. So give us the opportunity to earn your business with transparency and zero hidden fees. So give us a call, 254-840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We treat you like family. Find new roads. Are you ready to elevate your Waco experience to a whole new level? Look no further than the Baylor Club, where you can indulge in one-of-a-kind luxury and unwind in our exclusive lounge area. Located in the heart of McLean Stadium, this elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs. With a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality, we take pampering to a whole new level. For interest in membership or to schedule your next private event, call 254-710-8080. Rise and dine with the Fiesta Brunch at La Fiesta every Saturday morning. Come enjoy family recipes made from scratch like Huevos Rancheros, breakfast enchiladas, chicken and waffles, or on the lighter side, avocado toast. And don't forget to try their Mexican coffee, fresh squeezed orange juice, or even a peach bellini. It's a Fiesta Brunch, La Fiesta, located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers live from Bank of America Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. 
Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank Different. Bank Central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Hugs from patients, like Patrick. It's something QC Kinetics medical professionals experience every day. I hugged them. You should hug somebody who does that for you. They gave me my life back, and I really didn't know where I was going to go because I was definitely afraid of having a knee replacement done. No surgery, no downtime with QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. They give patients relief from joint pain using their own healing properties to repair and restore damaged tissue. And the results? Well, that's why we see a lot of hugs at QC Kinetics. Everything is back that I thought I was never going to be able to do again. I'm still smiling and Sometimes it gets emotional. I get a tear in my eye because of how I was before I went in there. Those smiles and hugs never get old at QC Kinetics. It means patients are finally getting relief. And now it's your turn. Call QC Kinetics today for your complimentary consultation and see if you're a good candidate for these amazing treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, we are not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All this Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show, Gary Patterson joining us. And uh, Gary, it's great to uh, have you back on the Matt Mosley Show on this TCU Baylor Week. I thought of you, I think of you often, and like to kind of see what's Gary up to. You'll pop up in all these pictures with very famous people. Of course, you're a very famous guy yourself. But uh, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you. Hey, Matt. It's, it's great. I'm glad to be back. All right. What was your, what was your first uh, thought when you heard uh, the newly named Blue Bonnet Battle? All right. That is the new name. There's a trophy involved. I don't know if you've had a peek at the trophy online or not, but uh, what did you uh, – it was the rivalry when you were involved. I kind of like the church aspect of that, the religious history of the two schools. Now it is the Blue Bonnet Battle. What was your, uh, what, what's your, what was your first take when you, uh, when you heard about that? Oh, I, you probably know. I probably smile, but that's above my pay grade. So, <laughs> somebody else decided that. <laughs> the blue bonnet battle i mean i'm just trying to walk through it um uh, it i mean it's a neat uh it's got a good alliteration a good sound to it but uh i don't know did you like the revivalry or did you just kind of enjoy the game i mean what or do you i mean it, it you got the iron skillet um what do you what do you think about all these names i mean you've seen a lot of them over the years the iron skillet was kind of fun um but see, did you like the revivalry at all? Uh, well, you know, I, uh, number one, Baylor, you know, very close proximity. So both FU mm-hmm. and Baylor, 
like I said, you know, they, those those ball games uh, they've been playing. TCU's been playing them for a long time, so uh, I understand. You know, it's you know it's that's the symbol of it, but it, you know all the work happens on the field, and so um, you know it's um, you always want to just be able to keep it. Uh, you wanted to be able to stay with you for a while, so um, for one more year. So uh, now mm-hmm. they'll have one more uh, one more trophy to either keep or give away. Okay, boy, you're not you're not sharing many thoughts on this on the on the blue bonnet battle. I thought the trophy, I like that woodwork that they've done on it, Coach. I thought you might have some uh, some thoughts on the blue bonnet battle, but you're playing it pretty yeah. close to the vest. <laughs> no, that's like I said, above my pay grade. It's, you know, it's been great in our time here. It's been a lot of great ball games, and so uh, a lot of great players on both sides that come through the game, uh, and so a lot of benefit. Now a lot of NFL players, they were part of my 25 years of time, you know, being able to play Baylor. So, yeah, um, you know, it's, uh, now there's some, you know, at least for sure, one of the things is that now that, you know, it's the same thing as they had with Tech and they had with SMU, now you have a, you have something material that, you know, they can actually mm-hmm. What was your, when you think back on those games, what was your favorite moment once that thing got going? And it took hold, didn't it, about 2011, uh, that Paul Hall game. Uh, I mean, Boykin came in one time to Waco, and y'all won a game when you weren't favored. I mean, there, I, I guess that's what made that rivalry. It was just like you say, it was like great, close games on an annual basis. Do you have a, do you have a favorite Baylor-TCU moment once the, once the two schools uh, – uh, got back together. No, I think there was there was a lot of there was a lot of great battles. Uh, you know, it's obviously uh, won some and lost some. But it, you know, I, for me, it's more about remembering the players. I remember when Robert Griffin came on the scene. There's, they've had good quarterbacks. The guys we've had here from Mandy Dalton to Trayvon uh, to Max Doug. You know, if you go, you look at all the quarterbacks that have gone through. Um, also, and so Casey Paha, you mentioned. So at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's, I think for me, that's what always comes, it comes back to me as, uh, you know, the guys who played against and the guys who were on those teams, that's how I remember them as far as, you know, the memories we had on the field together. I mean, that's, that's one thing that we share that nobody else uh, gets an opportunity to be able to be a part of unless you're in the stadium. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of good memories. Well, the fan bases, it took on another uh, deal, and it kind of fed off whether it be UNR or whatever it was, but the fan bases loved it, uh, and it just it fired it up, and it got things going. And I'm glad, Gary, they have protected it. You notice they only protected four games. That had to be odd for you to see those schedules come out and, and see that a lot of these great rivalries and games – uh, will go by the wayside, or they'll be three years and off one year. It was kind of nice they protected Baylor and TCU, especially with all the changes in college football. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, if you look over at uh, the SEC model, there's, there's you know, um, geographical protection by some of the games that be played, and you know, I think that every every conference that's going to split their conference is going to do that. Um, some ways, you know, it's I look at, you know, like in the Big Ten, though, I look at, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan, all three on one side. 
of the old of the old Big Ten of, and uh, before adding all the I thought maybe when they added um, West Coast schools that there would be a little bit more division. But you know, because again, it's still you know I, I hope everybody understands at least from a coach's perspective, it's still about the game. It's still about winning a conference championship. You want at the end of the year, you want your two best teams playing in it. And you'd rather them play in it uh, at the end uh, so they have an opportunity to get to the playoffs and then win a national championship and then, uh, you know, tear each other up during the season. So, um, you know, I think as you get into new teams and a new conference, uh, it makes it um, interesting to find out who the teams are going to be that are going to jump to the top and come the cream of the crop and, and control um, – the big, the new Big 12 conference. So, uh, you know, that's the thing that'll be interesting for me to watch. Gary Patterson, do you do you want back in this, or or does the NIL and the portal? Are you kind of enjoying this? Is the first year you've truly been on the outside uh, for many many years? Uh, do you still want to do it because you just love coaching, or all the things you see in the game now? Does it make you? kind of want to stay with what you're doing right now. No, you know, there's, there's been a lot of, there's, since I got in 42 years ago, there's been a lot of changes. This is, this is no different. Uh, you just got to adjust with what's going on there. You know, they're going to, they're going to start getting some ramifications and, you know, kind of circling up the wagons and finding out better ways to do this. But no, I, I miss, I miss the kids. I miss the camaraderie of the staff. And to be honest, we've had a lot of calls from a lot of ADs, head coaches that, you know, says that I, they'd like me to get back into it because they think the game needs a guy like I am. So uh, the way I do things. And so, um, you know, those are kind of things to do. But I have enjoyed uh, not waking up to alarm here for the last 10, 11 months and as much and um, getting a chance to, to know Fort Worth, not just that I knew people in Fort Worth, you know, really getting a chance to spend more time. And then, you know, our foundations really kicked off. It's a big good with Leon Bridges, Kelsey and I, you know, we've given away a lot of money, uh, you know, close to between a 1.72 million over the last couple of years to uh, groups here in Fort Worth that we, that we, uh, we support. And so, uh, you know, we're, we've been, we've been staying busy. It's um, one of those things we do it, but I, you know, I am, I do want an opportunity, you know, if I ever have a chance to have an opportunity to get to a place where I'd have a chance to win an, uh, everything in place, that if you got them to go in the right direction, you'd have a chance to play in the playoffs and win a national championship. So, um, you know, I, I've kept my eyes open. I took great notes uh, while I was at Texas. You know, you went from um, having 30, 30 people in your group to, you know, having – a lot, lot larger number of running a program. So I took great notes because, you know, with Sark being in the NFL, being with Coach Saban, uh, other coaches on their staff, all the different places they'd been, I, you know, I, I, I went down there to learn along with Gibb. And so, um, it was, you know, it, 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 there was things that I felt like that we did better at TCU than, than maybe they did there. Not that either one was bad. And there were mm-hmm. things, you know, I thought it would make me a better coach from some of the XO stuff, X and O's, to uh, recruiting, um, to NIL, portal, you name it, offseason. So, uh, yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I'm rested. You know, the key is to be is to find the right place that I think 
uh, would want Gary Patterson because they know that, you know, we've anywhere we've ever been, we've won ball games, but also to understand that, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the right place too. Uh, you know, it's, uh, there's anything I learned, you know, it's, through four athletic directors and three chancellors at TCU in 25, in 25 years that, you know, it's, you have to, you have to be all together at the top. So. What was, uh, what was Sark's like best trait? What was your biggest takeaway that made you think, okay, this is something I really like what they do. What was, uh, what was, what were you most impressed with during that season with the Longhorns? Well, a lot of things. Him and I are very, very close on how we practice. Um, I really like the way he's all in recruiting wise, how he does it. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a lot of energy. He's, you know, he's a 24 hours a day guy. So, uh, you know, that's, that's why I rolled my sleeves up and did as much as what I did because I felt like it. I really liked the player. I really liked the kids down there, like staff. I love Austin was really good to me. Uh, and so, you know, having left a place that would really treated me well, Fort Worth and, you know, the people here and, and as many friends I had, it was released for that year, a short bit of time that I was down there. It was, uh, I was, I, re- I was really happy that, uh, I was able to really enjoy it. And it was fun. It was fun getting all in, you know, being able to work at it and do it. And, and, uh, it showed that I still was able to work, you know, 85, 90 hour weeks, uh, that I had the energy to be able to go do that. And I'll be about a lot better at it. I've, you know, I've already acquired a staff, you know, guys, names of guys, depending on where the school might be. And so, I haven't just been uh, playing golf here in the last 10 months. You know, I've been watching guys and talking to guys. And so, uh, you know, if the opportunity comes along and it's the right fit, you know, I'll be ready. All right. How is your golf game, by the way? Is it is it okay? I mean, are, oh, yeah, are we talking about because, you know, Probably from a low 80s, high 90s, you know, to low 80s, sometimes high 70s. So, you know, <laughs> I need to uh, too much golf. But, it, you know, it's. Everybody said, well, it's not a lot of exercise riding in a cart, but it is compared to watching 16, 18 hours, seven days a week of film. And so, uh, you know, anybody sees me says, I look a lot younger, have a lot of energy, and it's, it's been great. You know, I haven't had to be Coach B. All I have to do is be Gary. I, I got a lot more range singing uh, now because I haven't, you know, had to raise my voice in probably, you know, over two years. And so that's awesome. You weren't raising it in Austin, huh? Your role was different, so you didn't have to, you didn't have to holler too much. I bet that was fun, by the way. That Austin live music scene for a guy who loves writing music and being around songwriters. Um, I don't know how much you had time to do that stuff, but man, that would be for a guy like you. I would have thought that would have been pretty neat. Yeah, it was. I've you know met a lot of guy, a lot of people in the business, uh, in the music business, but you know. It's, I went down there, you know, from my time down there, I went down there to help win. You know, I, I could have came home in June, but I stayed and, and watched how we did, um, you know, uh, official visits, uh, you name it. You know, I wanted to learn. You know, I think when you quit learning how to become better, uh, then, you know, then you, you might as well, you might as well stop. And so for me, I didn't do that. Uh, if anything I'm for sure of after watching all of it, you know, I, I still have I still have a lot of ball games left in me, and 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 we know how to win. We know the formula on how to do that, and we know how to do it more with less. And um, and still also uh, now with for me, 
with the new NIL and portal and everything, it just puts a whole new option for me that I don't always have to uh, draw them all up. You know, you don't have to do all that to get the kind of team he has. You can you can go recruit it a little bit, and um, and you can get guys. You know, it's it uh, it, it presents a, a, a new opportunity. Let's say that. What's your what is your impression of uh, Dave Aranda over the years, and then kind of watching? What's happened to Baylor recently? They fallen on hard times and could end up one and seven at home this season. I don't know if they're going to make a change or not. Um, what, what have you? Just the time you've been around him and observed how his defenses play. Obviously, he's a defensive guru. He's well thought of in that respect, but it's not really working right now for whatever reason. They're having an extremely poor season. What are, What are your impressions of Dave? And kind of what's what what perhaps is going on with that program? Well, I, I you know, I'm, I, there's one thing about being out. You haven't heard me have very many opinions about any program, but you know, I think Dave Aranda is a really good football coach. Mm-hmm. He's a tremendous human being, great family, and so you know, it's you know, one or two things can happen that can set everything off. You know, younger, lose some guys. You know, you name it. I I I, I haven't been inside the program. And if there's anything I'm for sure of, unless you've been inside and you see everything work from day to day, uh, you, you know, it's hard to have an opinion about those kind of things. Uh, I consider him a friend, a uh, mm-hmm. guy that I would, you know, that if he called me, I would help. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where it's, you know, I, and I hope he gets it all turned around and gets things better. So it's, how, but, you know, it's, how, it's hard yeah. sometimes. You, the harder you try, the, the harder it is to get it done what you need to get done. So. Yeah, yeah. How how closely do you uh, watch the frogs? I mean, obviously, a lot of your guys are that you recruited are still on the roster. Maybe less every year, but last year they did amazing things. How much of this year do you think is the quarterback situation? And and what do you, what do you or do you just not? I mean, what are you, what are you doing on Saturdays? Like, are you I have a hard time thinking you're not watching the frogs given the passion you had for those program that program over the years. How do you how do you experience Saturdays? Do you watch all the TCU games or or not really? Yeah, I watch all of college football. You know, I really again I've, I've been more like a student. Um, yeah, I want to know what the new things people are doing on both sides of the ball are. Um, because again, I've been talking to coaches about, um, you know, putting together a staff. You know. It's, your personnel, wherever you go, the kind of offense you have to be to successful. Obviously, we had three types of offenses, and we played or won the conference title three different ways at CCU in the time we were in the Big 12. And, uh, you know, so talking to talking to coaches, finding out their thoughts, who the best young up-and-coming stars are that nobody knows about at whatever level, Division One, Division Two, you name it. And so uh, – you know, I've, I've really taken, you know, the time because I wasn't, set, you know, on the sideline down at Austin to where I've just – and the other thing that I hadn't ever really got a chance to do is watch a lot of NFL games. Mm-hmm. And so, cause, you know, we were already back in the morning on Sunday morning working at 9 o'clock. I didn't get really a chance to watch the NFL until usually January uh, when it got into playoff time. So, for me, you know, I've spent a lot of time watching the NFL and uh, – watching college ball games really probably all day Saturdays and then all day Sundays. And so, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. It's, it's, uh, 
there's a lot of good coaching going on. There's a lot of good players out there, and you know, it's, but you know, it's we've got to. I think also that we can tighten the ship in some ways. You know, as far as the game's concerned, and you know, I, I really like the the new clock thing where it stays running because of just for injury purposes. Uh, but you know, it's one of the things I think is still important that we uh, we still uh, we still grow kids up and and get them a chance and still get degrees mm-hmm. and do those kind of because that's what that's you know two percent less than two percent are going to get a chance to go in the NFL. So how do we make sure that we uh, that we take care of them and we push these guys forward? As we we said at TCU forty nine four, it's not about the eighteen to twenty two. How did we grow them up so that they can handle from twenty two to sixty two? And so uh, you know. That's a lot of reason why a lot of people have called me about getting back in the game is because, you know, I think we just need more people to want to do that. All right. Well, and by the way, that Texas D line, that, that's been pretty impressive this year. Um, and uh, well, even some of the safeties you worked with, Jade Barrett, I mean, a kid I've watched for a long time. I mean, they, they've got some tremendous, was that, I mean, talent wise and, and that defensive line. Um, you, you coached some of these guys and were around them. Um, I mean, I, I'm sure you kind of saw this on its way a little bit, but those are, that's about as dominant as I've seen them have, uh, defensive linemen in quite some time. Well, you know, they've, they've had in the past, you know, it's been a couple of years, but yeah, but you know, they had, they had Joe, you know, playing the NFL, great speed rush guy uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, but just completely across the board and depth, yeah, I mean, they're huge up front. And, you know, they they also, they're older, and so they play with a lot of passion. They're very, they have a lot of pride in what they're doing, uh, and, they're, and they're leaders. They're older, they're mature, and, you know, anytime you get a group of guys, uh, anytime you get a group of guys that's older, along with Ford, the linebacker, you know, you have, they're going to have a chance to be successful because they're going to play together, and they have a common goal and cause to do so and so um you know it's it's shown it's shown through the season did you go to the texas tcu game uh no i didn't you know i I don't like people complain about coaches and players in the crowd so you know you go to the tailgate and then uh this this week though this saturday and then usually she picks me up but this saturday we had about a hundred, you know, we had close to, I don't know, seven, 800 guys come through the 26 years at TCU. Mm-hmm. And so we had about a hundred, 150 guys, you know, cause the NFL guys were playing on Sunday and yet everybody, you know, they're all busy with their lives. And so at 150 counting their families, I think we had 250 uh, people over at our house, which I hadn't, you know, get, not only hadn't been back around for a couple of years, so so for Kelsey and I, it was great for us to see him. And some of them, you know, we're still, you know, it's one of the things that taught us we had to keep looking up numbers so I can keep getting in touch with guys and and uh, so I can find out how they're doing. It, it's been, it was a fun process getting a chance to talk to them. So. All right. Well, I mean, I like what you're doing at Leon Bridges. I think you guys should collaborate on a song or something. I mean, he's crazy talented. Um, and you've, you've written music and recorded music and, uh, but that's pretty neat what you guys are doing together because that, that is, that's a remarkable love his love, what he does. He's a unique, uh, the musician for sure. And then I see you hanging out sometimes with Jerry Jones and like that Taylor Sheridan. Now, have you been in a, have you or Kelsey been invited to like be in the, on that show or anything? I mean, that's a, uh, he's got several 
TV shows. I'm sure if you wanted to, he might he might cast you in one of those. No, nope. Uh, yeah, Kelsey's really close friends with Nicole, his wife, and so they mm-hmm. do a lot of things. You know, it's uh, we enjoy their company. When we can help, we help. But uh, you know, he's yeah. he's a busy man, as you said. He's got a bunch of shows going on, so it it takes a lot of time in the writing. Make sure he gets the way he wants it. All right, that check out that Lawman Bass Reeves new one he's oh, got out. It. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. That, yep. that, that that guy's an amazing actor. You got Donald Sutherland in there as well. Uh, well, Gary, that's good to know you're wanting to get back in because I I've kind of wondered and and you looked refreshed and I mean I know you've been having a good time, but uh, sounds like you're kind of revved up and um, and ready to give this thing another go. So. Uh, and I know it has to be the right situation, but uh, there's there's some openings that are on the way, and uh, and I'd love to see you get that opportunity. So let's stay in touch, and and I hope you uh, I hope you end up getting to do this again. Well, you, here's the thing, you know, I, I'm I'm going to we're always going to have a house in Fort Worth. This is going to you know we've been here 26 years. It's going to be it's going to be our home someday when it's all said and done. Uh, that's why our foundation's here, but. You know, if you get, a, you get an opportunity to uh, try to make a difference somewhere else for a little while, uh, we would look into it. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, right now, it's, you know, just enjoying day by day, kids, grandkids, wife, and so uh, and our friends here in Fort Worth. So it's it's been a fun time. Okay. I hope you get to see that new Blue Bonnet Battle trophy in person at some point. Okay, Gary? <laughs> Perfect. Okay, great great to have you. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. All right, we'll see you. All right, Gary Patterson uh, joining the Matt Mosley Show. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor Coaches Show, tonight at 7 p.m. With the voice of the Bears, John Morris, here on ESPN Central Texas. Join us tonight and hear from women's golf coach Jay Goble and men's basketball coach Scott Drew. That's tonight, live from Rudy's. That's tonight from 7 till 8 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show, live from Rudy's, right here on ESPN Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, Drs. Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. Morrison's Gifts, Waco's oldest family-owned gift store, has moved. Visit their new expanded location a few feet from their old space. Enjoy a new shopping experience with new product arriving weekly. At Morrison's, you'll find great Texas and American products like John Hart leather goods, Consuela bags and purses, locally sourced gourmet items, and great gift items for babies and kids. Can't decide? They specialize in designing custom gift baskets, local delivering, and shipping anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts at the corner of Valley Mills and Waco Drive, close to Jason's Deli. Santa is coming to town this November the 15th for the Diamore Fine Jewelers Simon G. Trunk Show. Exclusive designer jewelry available from noon to 6 with show specials, interest-free financing, and sparkling cocktails. 
help save an animal's life with a portion of the proceeds directly benefiting the Humane Society of Central Texas. Come join the fun Wednesday, November the 15th at DMRE Fine Jewelers, Simon G. Trunk Show. Great food and a hometown atmosphere is what customers love about Rocket Cafe. Popular breakfast choices are the Hungry Man Special, two pancakes, two eggs, bacon, and hash browns, and the Rocket Breakfast Burritos, sausage, bacon, eggs, cheese, and potatoes. And daily lunch specials include free dessert. And check out the Rocket Burger with their one-third pound fresh, never-frozen patties. Rocket Cafe is only open Friday nights for home games, and that night features their famous all-you-can-eat catfish special. A Robinson tradition, Rocket Cafe. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel, and ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options, whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance, or retirement planning. Joe Wimpy is a multi-time Agent of the Year award winner, and he's proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was Baylor chaplain for 50 years, and his son Bo played baseball for the Green and Gold. If you're looking for a new insurance quote, call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today, 972-771-8051. You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They're also an official Purina dealer, featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all of your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to find deer protein, deer corn, and deer feeders, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store, 9030 China Spring Highway, and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, you hear the music. You know what it means. It is the NFL Blitz. And um, we do have uh, some Thanksgiving plans that are out there now. I wanted to share this. we got some NFL headlines that we want to get into. Congratulations, by the way, to Crawford. Crawford Volleyball has advanced to the state title game in volleyball, and that will happen on Friday. And Blum will also play for a state title uh, in uh, Class 1A. That'll be tomorrow. So congratulations to those two programs. Great, great uh, victories today. One was at 11. One was about 3 o'clock today. Uh, I've enjoyed reading Bryce Cherry's live tweets on that. Uh, always love seeing our local schools uh, do things like that. Um, 
that uh, this came out uh, volleyball versus West Virginia, November 18th. Aaron, that is uh, that is going to be a two o'clock game. We're talking about Thanksgiving week. Uh, women's basketball versus Harvard. Oh, the Harvard folks. We're kind of the Harvard on the brasses, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, that's November 19th. That's a one o'clock start. That's a one o'clock start. So we got, well, we got women's basketball that week. Um, man, women's basketball, lots of games coming up right around uh, Thanksgiving. And then, of course, let's remember football versus West Virginia. We do not have a time on that game yet, unfortunately. That is November 25th. So a lot of interesting things happening. Uh, Baylor Athletics during the uh, Thanksgiving holiday. And we'll uh, keep you up to speed on all of that. But it is time for the NFL Blitz. Aaron, where do we begin today? We will start with Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson. The team announced today that their franchise quarterback will undergo season-ending surgery to repair a fracture in his throwing shoulder. An MRI performed Monday revealed Watson had a displaced fracture to the glenoid in his right shoulder, which you know mm. what that is. Team doctors mm. determined he would need immediate surgery to prevent further damages. Further damage to his shoulder, Watson will be placed on injured reserve, expected to be back for the start of the 2024 season. All right. Uh, wish him the best. Looks like he tried to play through it. It's in bad shape. Going to have to get that repaired. And, Aaron, a lot of times there are um, things in contracts that kind of allow for injury. Uh, you know, NFL contracts – you got to get your guaranteed money because you don't usually see the whole the whole full contract like you do in baseball and a lot of these NBA contracts. Deshaun Watson's apparently they uh, looked into that and uh, his is his is fully guaranteed that whole huge amount even in case of uh, of injury. So he will get all his money. And, again, we'll see if he comes back. But, you know, he has not looked totally right this year. He's had decent moments. Certainly doesn't look like him himself or the old self that we remember. So uh, something to uh, think about. And then uh, I did, um, I did. Aaron, I want to report to you, um, you know, there's a lot of people sounding off on Bryce Young who the Cowboys are getting ready to face as they head to uh, Carolina land on Sunday. The uh, Patriots quarterback, Mac Jones, will, quote, uh, almost certainly be benched and will probably be demoted to third string moving forward. This uh, according to Tommy Curran, who's covered the team for a long time. Uh, Curran has speculated the Patriots will elevate Will Greer. Aaron, does that name ring a bell? Absolutely. Oh. Former Cowboys yeah. backup. That's right. <clears throat> Will Greer played a beautiful last preseason game, and then we sent him off to New England. And now he's going to be the starter for the Patriots. And then uh, he'll compete with Bailey Zappi. It'll be, it'll be one of the great... Uh, one of the great quarterback uh, competitions of our time. 
Uh, so anyway, there's a little NFL news that I wanted to uh, that I wanted to uh, bring to you. But uh, I, and I did Aaron see um, this is kind of cool. Uh, the uh, freshman guard for Baylor, Jacoby Walter. I know we're getting a little bit off of NFL, but just just I just remembered to, to bring this up um, from yesterday. He, he is uh, he made that. Uh, wooden award preseason uh, list. Okay, not surprising, but that became official Tuesday afternoon. The wooden award preseason watch list, and that was of interest to me, and I wanted to pass that along. Other folks, uh, Max Asmus at Texas, L.J. Cryer and Jamal Shedd at Houston, Hunter Dickinson and Dewan Harris, and Kevin McCuller from KU. Basically, their entire starting lineup. Aaron, back to you. As we continue <laughs> with my, the uh, NFL, my phone just kind of locked up. No, Bill's no, no, decision you're fine. To, uh, the Bills' decision to move on from offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey is personal on multiple levels for quarterback Josh Allen. Dorsey worked with Allen since his first year in the league, 2019, in January 2022. After another playoff exit at the hands of the Chiefs, Allen successfully lobbied for Dorsey to get the offensive coordinator job. So he is not uh, happy about the firing of the offensive coordinator and taking it personally. He said, quote, without a doubt, I take that very personally. It hurts a lot to see someone you care about go through a situation like that. And to know that if I could have done more, if this offense could have done more, we wouldn't have had to do something like that. By the way, their offense ranks in the top five in almost every Offensive category, including the advanced stats. It's just basically the turnovers that's been killing them. Yeah, uh, that is uh, that is interesting. But yeah, the turnovers is kind of what uh, is what has uh, has stood out there. But uh, very, yeah, it's interesting stuff, and uh, that is something we will keep our eye on. What else do you have, sir? Panthers head coach Frank Reich is taking back play calling duties. <laughs> so look out, Cowboys, as they get ready to take on Dallas this Sunday. Reich has made that decision after the 1-8 and Panthers scored only two touchdowns in three games under former offensive coordinator or offensive coordinator Thomas Brown. He hadn't been fired. He's just been relieved of his play calling duties. Reich added the decision had nothing to do with him being told his job was on the line and wanting to be in control of his own destiny. Sure. Yeah, yeah, good job. You're doing a great job. Now, we are going to relieve you of your play-calling duties, but just just stay with it, man. You're doing great. We love we love what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this, is, uh, this is crazy. Aaron, this was the last thing I was going to share with you. I like this statement from, uh, you know, it, it speaks to both the NFL and, uh, like, Brock Purdy. Some of the numbers, obviously, he's still ranked up there pretty high. And then and then, Tyrese Halliburton is kind of quietly, because he's doing it for the Pacers, is kind of becoming one of the best players in the NBA. And somebody tweeted, I can't believe Iowa State produced the best quarterback in the NFL and the best point guard in the NBA. Wild times we're living in. Aaron, I cannot scroll any without seeing... My man, Trey Johnson, 
you know, doing the hook'em horns. Now, don't be the Baylor fan that it says mean stuff and goes at him. I mean, my gosh, it was a it was a fair fight. Well, I mean, not financially probably, but still, uh, he's a great kid, and he had a decorated he's had a decorated high school career. Let's be let's be better than you know, like I don't know. There's just some stuff I'm seeing out there that's kind of ridiculous, but we we don't need to give that any. Any more than it deserves. Thank you, Aaron. That is our NFL Blitz package for Wednesday, the afternoon of November 15th. As we continue on the Matt Mosley Show, it is time for the Dismount. we got to say goodnight. That is next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Where's your pain? Is it in your knees, hips, your back? Don't let it sideline you any longer and don't let them tell you surgery is the only option. Hey, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas, talking about QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, restoring and repairing damaged joint tissue the natural way. Get started now so you can live big in 2024. Talk about a great use of your FSA and HSA. Put them to work getting you the relief you need so badly. Again, no drugs, no downtime, no surgery. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Again, 254-415-4100. That's QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Would you like to experience the excitement of Baylor football tailgating? Well, you're invited to the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate. Open four hours prior to kickoff of each home game. This family-friendly event is open to all fans and friends of Baylor, and no game ticket is required. You can watch the big college games on large televisions, and great food from Bubba's 33 is also available. It's a great place to get your game face on. We'll be looking for you at the Baylor Alumni Home Tailgate under the big tent just over the pedestrian bridge at McLean Stadium Touchdown Alley. Restrictions apply. Stock limited. See dealer for details. Premium features and advanced technology. The 7-passenger Buick Enclave offers an unbeatable driving experience. Room for the family with a whisper-quiet drive. You must experience the Buick Enclave. Right now, save 5000 on a 2024 Buick Enclave at Richard Carr Buick. Plus, qualified buyers get 1.9% financing and no payments till 2024. Call now, get here now, or log on now and drive home in your new Buick today. At Richard Carr, we give you more. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Everything we 
First Central Credit Union says it's game on. Lower your monthly vehicle payments by refinancing your vehicle with First Central. Make it a winning season with refinancing set to your preferences. You decide the due date and frequency. Financed elsewhere? Save money with a new local game plan. Apply online today. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is uh, the Dismount, and we got to say good night. I did like that, um, oh, the first interview of the press conference was today for uh, uh, Ron Washington. And uh, Ron has... Uh, was introduced as the Angels manager. So excited for him. And uh, we said when Ron Washington got his first major league managerial job 17 years ago, his task was to end the Angels' near decade of dominance. And he, uh, he said today, we ran them down. He said with a grin, he said, our whole focus is going to be to run the West down. And you can take that to the bank and deposit it. Oh, Ron, we're on the way up, and there will be nothing but positivity around here. We will make our way through the negativity. We're looking forward to the expectations. We will make it happen. All right, there he is, Ron Washington. He is with the Angels. Uh, Everybody have a great night. Appreciate it. Everybody's been a part of this. Baylor Coaches Show coming up later this evening. Everybody have a great one. Thank you, Aaron. We will talk to you guys soon. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz, a daily look inside.